0: What's up, queens? That's you know what that's from, JJ? Is this uh, too loud for you?
1: Priscilla, queen of the desert.
0: No, but that's a very gay answer of you. No. Uh, well, that's a gay statement. I know. No, this, these chicks, that's how they they often say, what's up, queens? Oh, cool. I don't think that was yours. That no, you that wasn't. You're number three. There
1: Is that good? We, yes. Is that good for you? Okay. All right, queens.
0: So welcome to the
1: very first
0: female dating strategy where we have a guest. The female dating strategy stream... Um, and we have a guest.
1: Unfortunately, it's not the queen, The Oops. leaders of the queens.
0: No. What do you mean the leaders of the queens? What does those, that mean? Those broads. Oh, no, no. no they'll never join the stream. Why do you, no, do they'll you know? They'll never be on stream with us. Really? How do I know that? Um, sorry that we're late, everybody. JJ showed up a little a little uh, tardy, if you will. Well, That's fine. We're, I had
1: to I had to piss. And, and you had to go grab a seltzer. A seltzer. Yeah. And, uh, which I didn't say before we get into this, as I'm walking over here, I have the seltzer. I'm right on time. And then there's like a donut lab place. Did you see, have you no, seen I that? No, I haven't seen the donut Dude, lab. it's like the biggest donut store I've ever been into. So I was looking, contemplating bringing you treats. But oh, appreciate I, you I think know. we both could do without. Yeah, I'm fasting right now. Back on the fast.
0: Okay, so JJ, the female dating strategy. How, yeah, do you know anything about this besides just the fact that I do it? Uh, delusional holes. Okay, so there's, th- there's three chicks. By the way, I don't know if people know this, but they caught this on low-value mail last week. <laughs> but- uh, lilith one of the three queens black uh no she's the canadian one she's Ooh. not on the show right now she's having a little health scare interesting thing by the way if you google lilith if you just google the name lilith i don't know if it's a real name or if it's a uh, like a you know alias she uses for this podcast cuz they're all anonymous
1: oh really yeah
0: cuz the whole thing for the first so many episodes, everybody's like, what do these chicks look like? You're gonna ask yourself, right. what do these chicks look like right. at some point, right? Definitely counts. Nobody knows.
1: There you go. Two because-
0: of them we know are verifiable. One of them just had lap band surgery recently. The other one said she lost fifty pounds on the so they pre- were, so I was previous right. episode. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. I mean, Which they're, doesn't they're, take they're, a genius. Doesn't take a genius, yeah. no. But and then the third one, Roe, who's the American one. There's an American one, a British one.
1: Even sounds like and a, a Canadian pig. one. So
0: Lilith. I Googled the name Lilith, and it says, this is like the Wikipedia. Lilith is a female figure in Mesopotamian Judaic mythology, alternatively the first wife of Adam. Oh, no. No, no, this is not what I was looking for. Sorry.
1: But always coming back to Jews. She's
0: basically like a Jewish demon. Lilith is like a Jewish demon that haunts Jews. Said every every son of a
1: Jewish mother.
0: uh, Yeah, I guess. So... uh, I couldn't I couldn't find where where I found this but anyways Lilith is a, is a Jewish demon but she's off the show for a bit so there's just two of them but we're we're playing catch up. So we're a of, year behind right now.
1: So one of them well considering how fat they are we'll catch up pretty quickly. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, well Savannah had lap band surgery so she Lap might bands be a,
1: when you have too much of a fupa.
0: No, they like take take out your
1: stomach. Right, yeah, so fupa yeah, fat. Well it's not
0: fupa. It's no, it's are morbidly obese and then they remove H- you of your stomach. Have you seen
1: pictures of them yet?
0: No, they don't exist. There are no pictures of these. So chicks. how did
1: you verify who these people were?
0: Uh, because we they drop little hints like throughout episodes. So last week Lila said she just brought it up. She goes, Yeah, I was like dating this
1: guy, I had lost fifty pounds and I was still bigger than him. So you go, Oh, that's a big girl. What kind of guy would do that to themselves?
0: I don't know, loser. Um Whoa. by the way, if anybody wants to go follow JJ, go follow his channel. Um it's in the it's in the thing. We're blown up, up, we're blown up. We're blown up. Who's we? Wow. You? Okay. So, um, Barely. well, hold on. One last thing, actually. Just as always, I offer, uh, not offer, but 100 likes. Please smash the like button and I'll give away a channel membership.
1: Whoa. Yeah. $5 right into your pocket.
0: They don't, there's no cash value, but, uh, it does cost me
1: $5. $5 out of his pocket. Hit the like button.
0: Hit the like button. And, uh, we have fun. And we have you know a, how the Mesopotamians we have a lot of, of, get. We have a lot of, uh, am I one of the Mesopotamians? I don't know, I just. And we have a lot of fun uh, emojis that we can use, like balls and Al Bundy, so... Whoa, oh
1: dude, where are the no man? I thought you were going to do. There's never
0: 50 likes updated, Gumslayer, it's always 100
1: likes and then 50s after that. The no man, no man, no ma'am Danny Polishuk t-shirts. What about them? Where are they? I don't know, but there's a no man hat right there behind you. Oh,
0: beautiful. You can put that on if you get too triggered by these queens. okay, we're gonna start. um so that's all you need to know, JJ. you're caught up to speed. We listen to it on one and a quarter speed too just because thank yeah, God. we listen to it fast and we're very liberal with skipping episodes because we're trying to catch
1: up. you should you should intro it with uh before they say hello Queens do the Val. what was his name? Hello, ladies. That's the way you start. What? episode. Don't you remember that wrestler who used to go, hello, ladies? Oh, uh, Valvinas, Val the big Venus, Valbowski. That's how you, yeah, that's how you should start yours. With hello, ladies? Hello. No, we say, what's up, queens?
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyways, without further ado, let's fire up the queens. Uh, JJ, I'm very interested to know what you're going to think of the queens. So this episode, this is episode 39 of the Female Dating Strategy Podcast. We're, we, we're catching up. But we're not really. So this Ooh, episode, this is, this is casual a- sex part one, don't do it, bracket, but if you do, sit on his face, bracket, plus real estate stalker.
1: So funny that fat chicks are doing an episode on what is called smothering. You know, it's real. I don't,
0: yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. So one of them is only like, so Savannah doesn't ever refer to herself as fat, but she sounds fat. Yeah, yeah. You'll see what I mean. Yeah, I can. And I can then tell. I think Roe is probably the hottest one. She has to be at this point in the game. But anyways, okay. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can patreon.com slash uh or join the channel below. There's a button below. It says join. Hit that. Okay. Ready? Yes. Are you ready? I can't wait for these. Oh, pigs. fuck yeah.
2: Ill of woe from the scrotes of their dating past. And we roast them. Yeah. We drag their balls through shattered glass actually you know so, what we, we started here's a, a little segment we like to call roast a scrote. okay so
0: jj so they do a, so they have a patreon and so if you sign up to their patreon you can submit a scroat that they will then roast on your behalf it's called roast a scroat.
1: how many oh okay yeah so
0: so people do that so sometimes before the episode even starts they roast a scroat. and their roasting
1: abilities jj really really bad on par with female comics abilities way worse all right let's hear them.
2: <laughs> where our patreon users send in a tale of woe from the scrotes of their dating past and roast them yeah we drag their balls through shattered glass you so today you our can scrote is submitted
0: what's that you can hear the fat that wasn't even the fat one you'll see you'll see from
2: a user named rosie
0: by the way if the levels are no good let me know
2: so my ex and i were in a relationship for 2.5 years he is really negative value. I'm sad I put up with so much, but grateful that I don't have to have to anymore following FDS principles, getting sober, and getting therapy. Some of the shit he did included giving me the silent treatment if I did or said something he didn't like. I calmly asked him so many times to please just be direct with me if he's upset about something and explained how much it hurt me when he froze me out for days on end.
0: Not a lot of energy this episode. Usually they come off the top, they have a lot of energy.
1: Or the reading, was- the reading.
0: The reading, yeah. Is your mic too low? No. Oh, okay. I don't know why it sounds low to me.
2: Was right. also disgusted by my period. Oh, what <laughs>
3: Oh, that's about a the fat one. The, yeah. Because yeah. I had an ex who was a narcissist who did that, <laughs> that shit. I called it what emotionally punishing, where if I did something you didn't like, you would just like ice me out for days, which again, this, uh, this is actually an abuse tactic that uh, yeah. again, red flag, because, um, or it's a red flag of emotional abuse, I should say, because um, it's not so much about just voicing their view that they don't want you to do that one thing um except they're not voicing it they're keeping it to themselves but whatever um it's more about like trying to condition you wonderful. mentally condition you to walk on eggshells and to be really in a state of like constantly trying to to please you so that's like a red flag yeah i yeah. feel like if you just need space then just
2: if you're just like not in the kind of mood to engage then you just state that to that person and i feel like that makes a huge difference from i'm just going to be
0: so this is Rose speaking right now. Mm-hmm. She's the American. And so she's the hot one.
1: one. The,
2: Honest, yes, the I agree one. with you. So Pissed far. off for days with no type of resolution in sight, but I won't say what's wrong and I
1: won't talk it out.
4: Yeah. And just on the period note as well, I just don't get men who just find it gross. Did like you? I...
1: She sounds like she should be in a fucking trash can. Like, a, <laughs> she sounds like the updated version of Oscar the Grouch when they're trying to make Oscar the Grouch a female.
4: <laughs> Are you really gonna eat that garbage? You really don't. Like, women don't go around waving their bloody pads in their face either. Uh... So I don't understand what their problem is. And it's a red flag. It's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's, especially if he's grossed up by uh, a bodily oh. process you cannot control that happens monthly. If he's grossed up by that, it's a red flag and you need to run.
2: So to continue, one time I bled in the bed we were sharing and he looked revolted and said he just found it disgusting. He made the joke several times that his partner giving birth would be like watching your favorite pub burn down. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn. Get this okay, guy so, on your partner always mad at us for oh, using we, our vaginas for what they're actually for, rather than, like, again, this goes back to, an earlier episode where we talk about how low value men always see everything that you're doing with your body, everything your body does other than be available for sex for them is a, a problem or like a per- personal attack on them. A personal attack on them. Also
0: bad production value on the show. Yeah, it's, do, they,
1: is, do uh, they not share the same studio or what? No,
0: they all live in three different countries. Uh, this
1: is a ten- I don't know if they've ever met in person. Right. That's why sound like one where has women's a good mic. functions
2: are Yeah. Yeah. yeah constantly met other they make to feel like we're wrong for having bodily functions that are um have been around since i don't know millennia since before we years? Were millennia yeah so they need to get the fuck over it it's yeah hold on <laughs> we've been at this how long has humanity been at this shit eight million years and they're still like a million confused? years at least yeah yeah so yeah when, when did homo sapiens sapiens become a thing
3: like hold on let me google this
2: yeah, <laughs> let's google this shit let's talk about how long men have been fucking scrotes that they're still confused <laughs> about women's bodily functions
3: Three hundred thousand years ago that's like homo sapiens but our ancestors have been around
2: yeah so humanity has been around for eight, like millions of years right not in our current form but some kind
4: of spinoff or predecessor this is
0: like normally one and a quarter speed seems enough well, but yeah this is even just,
4: more amusing this. is that men will be like oh periods are gross or like oh, periods are gross wet they pussy are. is gross but then they'll expect us to Who swallow them wet nasty, gross bleach tasting tom
2: yeah and they're all about squirting which is squirting is a lot of times. guys are
0: not all about squirting it's it's
2: piss. Piss.
1: you like squirting yeah i'm not a it's, it's so, it's piss yeah.
2: or anal and that's full of fecal matter so clean yourself yeah, men up. up by periods but not, no, by not. Anal. like
1: what the fuck no. anal's not I, anal's not involving not if you properly clean yourself yeah but we all know that that doesn't oh. always happen. Well, yeah, some of these chicks probably can't get around to uh, wiping it. But...
0: <laughs> you know what? They are constantly accusing men of not wiping their ass, too. That's another thing you, you don't know. Yeah, because they're probably... It's funny you say that. They're constantly accusing men of not wiping their Why asses. Why is
1: there... Well, first of all, they're they're both... I
0: think take they're all sh- single, too. That's another thing. Take so, a shower. But they're, they're not in... These aren't, like, women who are, like, all in stable relationships. They're all, like, single and,
1: like... So they're they're basically the guys they're getting are guys who have dirty assholes.
0: That's what they're well they're saying. Just a lot of guys have dirty but assholes. Also
4: with that as well, like if there is like fecal matter, they'll be grossed out by that. It's just like if you're going up someone's ass, or, the, what fecal matter? Are you shocked when shit comes out? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: This is a thing. Okay, okay. So a friend of mine was telling me about how a, a friend of mine was telling me how her boyfriend pressured her to try anal. Like so, he was like begging her for like six months for it. Finally, she decides <laughs> to try it. Six yeah. So finally, she just caves, and allows him allow so her. She's,
1: she's never been in a relationship that long.
3: <laughs> Six months.
0: That's oh, tops. Yeah, they're always. Last episode, they were talking about one of them was saying how she's she's got her scrotation, which is just like a bunch of dudes that she bangs
3: her into Ooh. it, and she does it, and then he's like, as soon as he does it, he pulls out. There's a little bit of poop on his dick, and he's like, d- attack. He's like so angry at her for daring to have poop inside of her butthole. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the same guy was also grossed out by periods in childbirth so what the fuck is up with men's priorities
4: fucking awesome.
3: porn that's the problem yeah they porn
2: I mean they'll flat yeah so
0: they hate porn they're very anti-sex work
2: people that like direct porn will how are behind. they anti-sex I never understand?
0: because they're not liberal feminists they're kind of based oh, feminists so wow. they think sex work's
1: bad okay
0: they're against they're like more but
1: i feel that uh liberals are there's like a divide of women who are into the sex work and then others that think it's just disgusting they think it's
0: disgusting they're they're not particularly they're not super libs at Mm. all
1: at all the scenes
2: people's assholes collapse and they're straight up shitting you just don't see it yeah they just cut that out they edit that out they cut it so he would raise that's what
0: blooper reels are for right is that what porn bo- reels are?
1: Just uh, collapsed assholes.
2: His voice and tell me to calm down if we had an argument, <laughs> and would laugh when I told him this is quite sexist and insulting, and I didn't like it. bro, Yeah, he's a scrote. <laughs> Could
1: groat. you imagine dating uh, a chick who, in a fight, says you're sexist? The relationship's over right there.
0: I mean, it happens, I no, promise you it happens. the sex wasn't great. No, no, no
2: I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah because you were probably fucking <laughs> nagging him it was like masturbating on a human for me like i had to do all of the work he'd often say come for me baby when we were fucking and i now realize this is straight out of porn gross yeah this man has a porn porn level understanding of women's bodily functions there's just so many men like this it's
3: so weird to me how men who watch porn literally do think that like they can make a uh, woman come just from like verbally commanding her to come i command you to come that's <laughs> <Yeah. weird>. like <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I actually did have an ex who, um, who thought that it was emasculating if I couldn't come during sex. Like, if he didn't make me come, he thought that that made him less of a man. I like to encourage. Does? that energy, to be honest. No, no, no. I, no he had that energy, but he w- would only do penetration. Like, if I tried uh, to explain that okay. I need like clit stimulation to come, he would just seem like, ah, oh, that's too much hassle. And then during sex one time, he straight up like yelled at me to come, like as if that's going to make me have an orgasm. Dumb. Yeah. Come. It, like he actually yelled. <laughs> Dude, that sounds
0: like. Do you think you can come if you have, have Savannah saying that to you?
3: Dude, that you can like
1: the way she just said "come, come." It sounds like you're 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 kind of da- alone in a cave, and you just hear the footsteps of some fucking wildebeest. <laughs> come, come.
3: my fucking, we're we're having sex missionary style. So he fucking yelled in my face to have an orgasm. I was like, what the fuck?
2: For some reason, I just got this image of like Big Frida you ever heard of break frida where she just uh, she's like yeah the all of you. House star she had like an opening line on beyonce's formation track where she's like i did not come to play with you hoes <laughs> i feel like he, men uh, approach sexuality with women like they can just command us like i did not come to play with you hoes i command you to come and it's just like it doesn't fucking work that way yeah but i don't know uh, after two years together, we moved in together with his friend. I had some doubts about moving in, but was going through some shit.
0: By the way, this isn't even the episode. This is just the roast to Oh,
1: wow. Yeah, And, and just insane. ended up going
2: with the flow and doing it. When we moved in together, things got way
3: worse. Yeah, because now yeah. he looks at you like his move in mommy mcbang maid first of all never move in with a guy and his friend because they're going to expect you to be like the maid and the cook and And they'll gang up on you (laughs) yeah and they'll gang up on you and bully you into doing that he started
2: calling me the brick with eyes as a joke quote the brick with eyes is a nickname of a very unattractive <laughs> Australian footballer. I played along with it for some reason, but it really hurt me. Yeah, that seems hurtful. Aww. What dick? Fuck that guy. Oh, my God. We were drunk and high on ket one night, lying on the couch. I'm assuming this is ketamine.
0: Ketamine, yeah. Ketamine. Uh, <laughs>
2: and he had sex with my friend in front of me without a condom. What? What? Are, what, what? And then blamed that? me for it because I was lying on the couch in my underwear. What? I don't follow. So he had sex with her friend while high on ketamine. And he blamed her for him having sex with her friend because
3: she was lying on the couch in her underwear. What the fuck? I don't, yeah, I don't, no I don't I'm not getting on. this groat logic. I'm not tying these two things together. I'm wondering if the, her friend was even like conscious. So did he just rape her friend right in front of her?
0: Do you think, wouldn't she say that? If she goes, yeah, she, I watch
3: him they rape They do always friend. go there. Like, was yeah, she unconscious and he raped her? Because that would be rape. Like, that's this weird.
2: Just... This is the silent treatment escalated at the end and he ignored me for nine whole days while we were living together he acted totally normal to our housemate while acting as though i wasn't in the room this was after i'd asked him if he was smoking weed in the shed and he went off at me for quote, judging his choices well <laughs> we don't i
3: i don't understand what else can we judge you by other than your choices though yeah that's like the most ethical thing to judge about someone is there the choices that they've made once i a-
0: can't argue with that they sometimes say stuff we go yeah i guess Oh, come on, let's get some those likes up, please.
2: Again, men are mad when we judge them by the way they think, act, smell, do, look, look fuck. be, breathe. <laughs>
3: They're saying basically don't judge us. Like, ju- to exercise judgment is the privilege of he who has more power. He doesn't want his sub- subordinate sex object to be wielding that kind of power, the power of judgment. Yeah. I
2: thought this guy hated me, and I finally got the courage to end things. When we broke up, he acted like he didn't give a shit and like I was being so overly emotional. But after I moved out, he started stalking me. I asked him several times to leave me alone so I could grieve the relationship. I mean, isn't that always the way? Yeah. They hate you, but then if you leave, they're despondent because it just means that they're shit. Yeah. And they know they're shit. They're trying to project that they're shit onto you so they don't yeah. have to deal with the fact that they're shit. Yeah.
3: It always happens. Why is it that guys who stalk you after a breakup never treated you that well during the relationship, anyways? You know, it's like you weren't that into me See, while we were I think, together. but now-
1: I, I, th- I think the women have this uh, delusion about being stalked opposed yeah. to just the guy just wants to fuck you again. He yeah. doesn't want to be with you. He, he he
3: doesn't want to stalk you. He just wants to fuck.
0: Yeah, he just wants to smash a couple more times. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's these, not
3: stalking. We're not together now. Mental. You're obsessed with me. Like, fuck off. Anyways. Because they're massively insecure. And I think,
2: again, it's just them projecting abuse. Mm-hmm. So then when you leave them, they're stuck with themselves. And so they have to make sure that you leave or they have to make sure they, they keep that projection going that even if you leave
0: I feel like they're extra slow in this yeah, episode this is, should this I this speed is, this up yeah this is a rough one normally I do one and a quarter speed but this just seems so slow okay we'll speed it up for now and maybe we'll go back
3: they can still project their negative qualities onto yeah. you yeah. or or he was just straight up he sounds like someone who was either actively abusive or ramping up to be more abusive And so often if you break up with an abuser yeah they will respond by trying to sock you because they see you breaking up with them as a loss of control yeah it's about control yeah
2: like, and that's supply as well. Yeah, narc supply, control, uh, godlike delusions, delusions of grandeur. He repeatedly told me I am, quote, just like my father, who he knows was sexually what? abusive towards me. Uh, he harassed my friends when I wouldn't talk to him, found out where I live. Yeah, so he drove past my house and texted me to tell me what area my place was, even though it was nowhere near where he lived and we were in lockdown. He wrote an email pretending to be our real estate agent to get my attention and then said, <gasps> quote, now that I've got your attention and went off on how horrible I am. He kept depositing money in our joint bank account to get my attention and rang me threatening to harm himself, blaming me for not being there for him and not trying to be. made
1: Joint bank account but and he's putting open. money in it. Yeah, it's but you're, it's been still broken. open after you, you broke up. Yeah, I don't know. up
2: six months. I specifically said I never wanted to be friends. So this is like a doozy. This guy's a psycho. This guy's holes. insane. It's always harder to roast these guys because these guys are scary. Much like there's the stupid scrotes that are just pitiable and easy to drag through the mud, but then you have these crazy psychotic type scrotes where you're just like. So that's really what fun. they
1: call men scrotes.
0: Yeah, the lowest. Uh, I don't know the exact <laughs> ranking, but. It's, so that's uh, under a
1: low value male. High
0: value male, uh, low value male. I believe it goes high value, low value, uh, scrote, and then negative value. Wow. Negative value is below
1: scroats. I'd, r- I'd rather about be them. negative value than a scrote. It just seems better. Yeah. It's not to them, though. To even want to roast because this, is, this kind of behavior gets women killed. Killed. Yeah. No, murdered,
2: honestly, killed. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, first, the first scrote behavior is telling
3: her she's just like her father. Yeah, that's something that he clearly said because he knew it would be hurtful. It probably isn't even true. That's the thing. Like shitty people like that will say statements like that. that...
0: They're currently roasting this guy, by
3: the Mm -hmm. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: this is a roast.
3: They know not to be true just because it's like they're thinking to themselves like, what can I say to them that would inflict maximum emotional damage? Yeah, it's not true. You're right. Yeah. And telling a rape victim or, you know, a victim of uh, childhood sexual abuse that um, they're just like their abuser is I cannot think of anything more cruel and horrifying to say. So he was just saying not to be a dick. Yeah, he's going scorched earth that's yeah. what happens with these guys like
2: yeah this, this definitely seems like a narc rage where you inflicted some kind of narcissistic injury so now they're just going to do absolutely everything in their power they think will emotionally destroy you um yeah so harassing your friends hopefully your friend hopefully your friends are some ride or dies and told this guy to fuck off yeah and if they yeah. did it, then i would also look at your friendships because this guy's insane so so then he goes out of his way to find out where she lives drove past her house and then like was intimidating her by letting her know that he
3: knows where she lives so yeah this is another red flag of potentially getting murdered, actually, yeah. because this is um, like stalking behavior is actually very. What are they...
0: This isn't a roast either. they supposed to be like, this is supposed to be like a comedy roast right now.
3: This um, is almost always precedes these types <laughs> of murders so where a woman is murdered by a man that she knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, even a man that she doesn't know. Like, men who murder very often engage in stalking behaviors before murdering them.
2: Yeah, and then the pretending to be a real estate agent to force her to pay attention to. Yes. Him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you have a joint bank account. So I'm always of the opinion never have a joint bank account unless you are married. So this yeah. is partially why because now it's very, very hard to extricate your finances. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't have a joint bank account.
4: Um, even upon marriage as well, if you have a joint bank account, um, there was a case in the UK where a woman was fleeing an abusive man that had a joint bank account and she went to change her address. And because of the nature of the account, he was unable to find out where she lived because it changed on his profile as well. So he then went round to her place and just beat the shit out of her. So after that, they actually had to oh change goodness. the process on how you change your address. do Mm-hmm. Don't laugh Stop that right. from happening. Um, so that's also something yeah. to be aware of as well. It's not even just about your finances; it's about your personal safety. If the relationship goes left, um, then they could be able to find you. And also from a financial perspective as well, if they overdraw the account, um, like you're still in the UK, where they've got something called joint and severally liable, which means that you're both responsible for the debt. Um, so mm-hmm. even if he runs up the debt, um, you can't close that account until it's paid off. So I used to see women having to pay off hundreds yeah. of pounds of debt they didn't run up hundred just to get the account. pounds, down. Yeah. and as
3: long as it's open.
0: What a roast this is, by the oh. way. We're fucking sick. 16 minutes into this episode. They can keep, can up debt, so. they can keep running up debt, so.
4: They can keep running up debt.
0: Unreal speed? Se- I like did for some of them oh. when we started. I didn't even think to.
4: And so also, it's fuck. also going to affect your credit rating, so I wouldn't even recommend having a joint account even when like, my parents have been married for nearly 40 years, and they've always had separate accounts.
2: Yeah, and then he threatened to harm himself. Another abuser tactic. Yeah, another abuser
4: tactic. They're normally still alive by the time. If you check on them, they're still alive.
2: I mean, that's true. It's a tactic, right? They don't, it's, there's no follow-through there because it's bullshit. It's just a way. Just it's going, emotional manipulation. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's not like chicks that never do that.
2: So the last throwaway line. Have you ever had a
1: chick who did that? What? Threatened to kill herself? No. Oh, that'd be kind of. After all of
2: this paragraph is that she says she's a lawyer. She says I'm a lawyer, and he was working a minimum wage job, and I think he hated that I (laughs) got to university. (laughs) (laughs) Says,
4: let's level with each other. (laughs) It all makes sense now. Like he's clearly trying to bring her down ten pegs because he's intimidated by her. But she fucked him. This -hmm. is why they never
0: give credit to like they're always like oh the women are always the victims they're like never like yeah but. These chicks are consistently banging And FDS always
4: advise, do not date down. These men will never thank you for it and they will drag you down to their level. Or try to anyway, because they know that you're better than them. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, were you bankrolling this guy? So maybe he was like also scared of not being able to support himself. Yeah. Uh, She wraps up by saying, anyway, thanks for everything you do because I don't want to go through that shit
3: again. We hope you never do either. Yeah, I hope no woman has to go through that. Unfortunately, a lot of women do suffer through that. But our, our goal here at FDS is to... Educate women as much as we can, so that no one has to suffer through that. Yeah. And in her defense, she does
2: say she wasn't sober this entire time. So I'm gonna we're gonna talk that up to like drug induced. She's leveled up since then. Yeah. So that's our roast, Scro. If you would like to submit your very own that girl- was it. There was no jokes. There no wasn't a joke. single.
0: Sometimes they at least pretend that there's a joke. No joke. They do bad jokes. This was zero roast. That I want a refund. grow
2: or listen to our bonus content, or hang out with us on our Discord. Do you
0: believe someone paid the money for that? They have or a Discord.
1: Go- or have you not tried to get in the Discord? No.
0: You Why? have to sign up for the Patreon and then I just I don't want to support them. It seems actually. like it seems like I feel like this is all the support I can give them.
1: It seems like if you were in the you to get intel of what these uh, you know what the problem
0: is, maybe once I'm caught up, but I'm still on, on the backlog right, right now. So
1: go
2: to our Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy. Let's start the show. <laughs> What's
3: up, queens? What's up, Welcome queens? Welcome
2: to the Female Dating Strategy Podcast, the meanest female-only podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Rope, and I'm Savannah. And I'm Lilith.
3: And before we move on to our main topic, I'd just like to announce that we now have a book club. It's hosted on our Patreon Discord server. The December reading is Right Wing Women by Andrea Dworkin, which I'm really excited about, given our soon-to-be launch...
0: A book club? This is new. Oh, man, these chicks are fucking insufferable, JJ. I often say, I do these this streams every week, one. and I'm like, I can't believe I fucking sign up for this shit. Yeah. But you know what? People watch this. New like, podcast. everybody else, we are all of. Have- uh, we, we call it like cock syndrome or well. We can't oh you can't you, we yeah. can't stop
3: That's female political strategy. We'll be meeting every Saturday at 2 30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and this Saturday December 4th We're discussing chapters 1 and 2 you can sign up by going to www.patreon.com oh, this, df- this
1: seems worth it.
0: It's so depressing because we're so why would you live, why
1: wouldn't you live stream the actual? Well, they will
0: get booted out of the discord. but They won't know. I don't want to lie. I don't want to live stream more of this
3: sh- nonsense than Dude, I need to.
1: If if you're in the live stream, they have no idea. That would be
3: the ultimate. La- ah, fuck that. No Email dating strategy and selecting either the level up or queen shit tiers. I'm really looking forward to discussing it with you queens and onto the show. Right, so today's topic:
2: the joys and pitfalls of casual sex. Because this is controversial, even on the mod team. Yeah, on the mod team on FDS, casual sex, whether or not to have it, if there's circumstances where it can be beneficial, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that's that's really, really, really controversial
4: on the as on among the users as well as the mod team. I mean, I don't even think that it's just controversial on FDS. I think even with dating coaches like Natalie. Is this
0: too fast? What do we think? Back to one Lou,
4: she's very much. She doesn't come down on one side. She just tries to present the pros and cons. So it, it seems like it's a controversial topic in general, not just for the FDS.
2: There's some mods that go hardcore about anti-casual sex, though, because I know there are people that are complaining they got banned off the subreddit. Yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah, that like if you're if you're on the subreddit and you're promoting casual sex, then you're gonna get banned. And there's there's other mods that are sort of wait, one of the
0: these I thought this was their subreddit. Yeah. One of them got banned off their own subreddit. Nuanced about
2: it, didn't we just? We just got dragged by Tracy clark Flory because she was saying that we were making fun of her for having casual sex. It's not just because she was having
4: casual sex. It's because you were saying do the patriarchy please. Yeah, because she was saying stupid shit and she was having bad sex as well and this is something we'll talk about if you are going to engage okay. in it it needs to be to your benefit but we'll come to that she flat out admits like oh i never
2: orgasmed at all during all the casual sex i was having and i'm like yeah what, what are you doing then yeah like, what's the point just trying to like prove something to other people that no one cares about but you like yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. the devil's in the details and the nuances. what makes or breaks the casual sex argument i learned some things from people on the subreddit just from reading their stories and why i personally could never come hard line on the idea that like oh you should never ever have casual sex because there are some times where for some women it makes sense especially women who are older and divorced and have kids and aren't necessarily looking to bring a man into the fold in like a full capacity so let's say you're divorced or something and you're like i'm not trying to get married yet again
1: i don't necessarily need a full-time boyfriend Uh, but i is it brutal, huh? Yeah, this is really... Is I can't it... believe they still do this every fucking week. Can you
0: believe that I listen to more than
2: one episode Oh, I, co- a week? I,
1: co- I couldn't do that. <laughs> Want well, have some kind of companionship in the meantime. And then, like, on
2: top of that they're older they have the you know at that point if you're in your 40s and 50s like you probably have your boundaries worked out they're a lot better at discerning situations about whether it's going to be good for them or bad for them than not most women some women stay dumb their whole life but
1: (laughs) they go out to the day three of them right here
4: (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah (laughs) but at at that age they would have been able to become detached from men just due to life experiences with men as well i've also read some stories from single mothers who say that Casual relationships just work better for them because a serious
3: relationship, they either don't want to introduce their child to their relationships for whatever reason, or they're just too busy to have a serious relationship, but they're still horny. So they have a side piece, basically. <laughs> and honestly, good for them. I've met some women in their 40s and 50s who date like total savages. Like they'll, <laughs> they're still reeling in men well into their 40s and 50s. One of my friends, her mom is divorced and she's like, married my high school sweetheart, you know, had kids, blah, blah, blah. After the divorce, I had the best sex of my life. And so I was like, queen, I, love, <laughs> I like that. Queen. <laughs> but yeah, but again, she's in her 50s. She's, who got her boundaries set out she very good at like nexting guys being able to size a man up and knowing when to kick him out yeah she says like i'm in my 50s now and i've never been hornier right and so i'm like you know what good for you i'm happy for you
4: <laughs> go for it <laughs> go for it you survived on this peak. i fucking
0: feel bad for that guy huh yeah imagine you're with a chick who's 50 and she's never been hornier and you're time. probably like at least 50. oh you want to have sex once a month maybe yes,
1: once a week's fine once a week, she's fucking wanting to go. Once a week's fine. Twice
0: a day. By oh. the way, shout out to Loop for the super chat. Appreciate you, although you should not be encouraging this kind of nonsense.
4: Planet for 50 years, you deserve to. Get your back
3: blown out, sis. <laughs> Get those. And you know yeah. what? Oh my god. Okay, so her husband looks like, her ex husband now just looks like a fucking beanbag. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Like, after so many years of suffering under this man, you know, when she's so beautiful and she, he's so not, I'm like, girl.
0: Based on what that she's so beautiful? Oh.
3: You, d- you deserve it. Absolutely. So that's a scenario where I could see it being potentially
2: beneficial for women to engage in casual sex. But like, I want to put some boundaries around it. Because like at that point, have some caveats. Yeah, have some caveats. So your last fuck has made its way off a cliff, being more able to assert your boundaries, understanding enough about men at that point to start to putting men in their popular yeah i think that's what it is like putting men in their proper place in by the way
0: i think this is the most hungover i've ever been doing one of these really not a good idea yeah. listening to this fucking this shrill is, this, I'm pitch sober. of their voices
2: this is tough
0: this is tough huh
3: their life like vastly devaluing men that's a good strategy devalue
2: men this is why men don't want you to listen to older women because by the time they're that age they know they have good advice they have amazing advice and they don't i mean except for the means that like again go outside their whole fucking life but like the (laughs) ones that like get divorced and start to understand you know the how dating market is who go to therapy and
3: learn go to therapy yeah they're based and they're cool to be around. Yeah, learn from your elders, ladies. Listen to your elders, your queen elders, the empresses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I feel like for women- Yes, the, also-
1: single, the single empresses. The single empresses, yeah. Yeah, listen to Who them. Who are
0: habitually single.
2: Side of that scenario, for the most part, casual sex relationships aren't beneficial. And I think we can go through some of the reasons why. A big reason is that- First of all, most men—we talk about this all the time. Most men need a lot of help when it comes to sex, either because they're porn sick or just like straight inexperienced, so or they're
1: it's... fucking three disgusting pigs.
0: Yeah, sometimes, yeah, you just you're, you're not getting the full performance, I, or you I look wa- like I these broads.
1: I once hooked up with a chick. She was a bbw, and we got done. And she's how, like, how big are we talking? Uh probably two twenty. <sighs> yeah, that's a big, it's my size. Yeah, that's a big chick, my and size. she's probably five six. Woo! Huge heavy hitters, though. <laughs> Big fun bags. Um, they weren't so fun after I came, though. And uh, sh- so I finished, and she's like, "She's like, can you, can you, can you uh, finger me?" I was like, oh, "I can't. I have like, I was like, I said something like, I, pay, I I I chew my nails, right? I can't. I don't want to get an <laughs> you infection. Figure, yeah, yeah." And she goes, "She goes, oh please, just nobody ever wants to touch me after they come." And I felt so bad for her.
0: But you were paying her.
1: No, she was a regular one. I, oh, I, I oh,
0: I thought this was a paid one. No, oh, yeah, that's kind of
1: sad. You got to give her a little something. What do I say? Just fucking jam your f- digits no, in there and I can't. just give her the business. I not I couldn't.
0: All right, 17 more likes on so your going to give away A channel membership Wow That's- already
2: almost Very 100? hard to find A yeah. partner who is going to Just give you a good Sexual experience off rips so And then you have to A lot of times Do a lot more vetting To get them to the place Where they would actually Be a great sexual partner And then by that time You either like Like them enough To want to hang out All the time And then possibly Be in a relationship Or you just realize It's not even worth The effort And want to bounce
4: It's almost akin to Like playing the lottery Where you might win 250 million dollars But the chances Are just really really low
3: Yeah if it's hard enough To find a good Relationship partner Then it's going to be Hard to find a good sexual partner since straight men by and large are not great at sex
4: and if you want to protect your feelings <laughs> Did you hear long, what you just said? Younger, at least you sort of have
0: she to. said by and large straight men are not good at sex so all straight men but again not I, good at sex I don't think they understand they make these they make these insane generalizations but if you ever make any generalizations about women they get quite upset
1: I think the guys that are sleeping with them casually are the kind of guys that just want to bust a knot. Like Patrice had a joke. Of course. Patrice had the joke about it you're a 3 a.m. hoe and you want to be an 8 p.m. hoe. Yeah. It's a big difference. Of
4: course. Yeah to date down you have to look for somebody who you can't like fall in love with in which case you'll have to compromise on some of your standards which can be contradictory to your goals if you want to level up as a woman depending on what you have to compromise on like i've seen women on the subreddit say this guy blew my back out really well but he had super poor hygiene this guy blew my back out really well dean and he slept on a mattress on the floor like if that trade-off is worth worse <laughs> if the potential o's are worth it, really if-
0: against men sleeping on mattresses on
1: the floor why i don't know they're just there they are I guess they won't be fucking me you (laughs) you, don't want to
4: fuck them that's up to you but it's just you sort of have to select somebody who is substandard to make it work because otherwise you will just end up catching feelings for the person and then the whole point of a casual relationship just goes out the window
2: and then the other thing too is for the under 50 set is pregnancy that's another aspect that I didn't bring up about the over 50 set they don't have to worry about getting pregnant whereas for all of the rest of
3: us that's always in the back of your mind actually that's not true some women can get pregnant in their 40s and 50s actually so that's I I don't want to spread misinformation still use birth control
4: yeah still use birth control yeah to be fair my mom's like, my mom's best friend got pregnant at 55 what, what? So, all right so you know what ignore what i said she went straight to the abortion clinic and, and i do not blame her at all imagine having a kid at 55 but, uh, yeah the kid would have this-
3: come out aborted anyways yeah that's, this know, is a okay. thing where women right before menopause it's like the body just has a one last ditch effort to try to make a baby and just there's a surge of hormones and that's why right before menopause that's why some women just get super horny it's just the body's way of being like
4: make a baby this is your last chance <laughs> last Yuck! Dance, last dance. Choo-choo, the factory's running out. Yeah, final no, call. <laughs> the bar's closing <laughs> tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what were we saying? Okay, Savannah, story time. In terms of experience, though, I mean, I did. I would say I had like one. I won the lottery once with a guy who was actually a male sex worker. I didn't know this at the time.
0: <laughs> off. So- <laughs> oh, Savannah was banging a male sex worker.
1: Yeah, you know what matched. that means. What? He was gay. You think so? Yeah, a male sex worker, gay. <laughs> so then she, was... she was banging a gay dude, a gay for pay.
4: How stupid! I mean, she's is a she?
0: big girl, too, So he probably.
4: So he didn't pay him, right? No, no, not at all. Okay, good. Because he, cause he, he told me after the fact that sometimes I guess he just looks for women off the clock because she can, I guess, and also, you know, in that line of work, you don't tend to sleep with people you're physically attracted to. Yeah, man. Um... So. Hey, men. <laughs> so yeah that was how I, found I was swiping and it was just such a really good experience like when you know we got in in the room he was like oh do you want a massage and i was like and that's and that was my first indication i thought this is a bit weird <laughs> he came to it's place weird. I, <laughs> I didn't know people were offered massages before, so i was like yeah sure and he gave me a really really really, really yeah, good yeah he's massage, been fucking like guy damn that should have really been like the first like okay this guy's not a normal male specimen he's something different
3: isn't that sad isn't that that you have to hire a professional to get decent sex or that he has to be a professional it, but, I didn't, but i didn't pay he has to be a professional but i didn't pay i
0: think she, I think she paid yeah she. Did. i think this is the one no, thing I, she's leaving out of this. i mean this right. is I mean, this, we're talking about a big girl right here
1: but the truth is this is a guy who's gay for pay who
0: <laughs> but fa- she says she found him on a dating app she swiped on him
4: hey like he was just on tinder looking why for, would someone somebody he was, be so I, good looking
1: who says he's good looking well if I mean, he must be, be right if he's no a sex there's worker. no there's no sex workers that are ugly that are
0: yeah something's money. not adding up here yeah, this, i agree with you something yeah. doesn't it's make sense because he's like for so guy. but even still but he's on dating apps regular like he's on tinder she's saying but then he's like matching with savannah
4: actually attracted to and that was how we met and then yeah so he gave me a massage it was really and he was really really he was really really skilled and then it was the glow conversation but i was like so what do you do and he was like oh i'm a sex worker And i was like <laughs> I hope you use protection. Yeah, so he was actually really big on that stuff because I guess in that line of work, like protection is standard, like he wouldn't um but that was actually a really positive experience. But that was really, really rare, I think, because I don't <laughs> most men are not and the thing
0: Only protection Savannah uses as a buffet guard. <laughs>
4: So, like, physically he was super hot he had that like lean physique because he did brazilian jiu-jitsu really in shape and he knew his way around a woman's body so that was my yeah. so,
2: like in order to have good casual sex it would have to be with a man who's literally a sex worker because he's the only guy putting in the actual work into building his skill
1: there are guys who are very good looking that love fucking bbws i see them like on- you right yeah, me, but I'm not like very attractive, but I see a guys also in those cuz I go in those. But like was
0: he in this for like a this was a fetish for him? Yeah. But again, right. but he's a sex worker. If you assume he's a straight sex worker, that's no, probably I his main... I don't think he's.
1: But there's a lot of uh guys who will fuck BBWs just because it just is um you don't have to put in as much work, although he is he is massaging her, so that's the crazy thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just seems like uh horrifying. Yeah. Well I, I'm in these BBW Fetlife groups. Like yeah. when so next week I'm going to Phoenix and then Austin and then Dallas. Yeah. In every BBW Fet Life group group there's a lot of like really
4: actually like shredded dudes. I go through the member list.
0: Okay, save that for a different episode.
4: It worked out well because there was no way I would develop feelings for him because, I mean, his line of work would be incompatible. So yeah, that worked quite well.
2: So positive experiences for me with casual sex have always been when I had a predetermined expiration date. Like I was moving, I was on vacation. Something where you're like, okay, I'm going to get this dick from this date to this date and that's it right? So you go in knowing it's not going to last. You go in knowing you're going to leave. You can go in knowing you don't have any
3: opportunity to quote unquote catch feelings. And then it allows you to kind of stay in the moment. I've tried that before where even when I have a predetermined expiration date, like there was this guy, he was a foreign exchange student and I knew he was leaving in three months. And so we kind of talked and we're like, okay, yeah, we don't want to like develop feelings and end up pining for each other, you know, once you leave. So we had sort of a casual sex relationship. And then by the time he had to leave, we actually ended up liking each other. We ended up actually sort of not like a long-distance relationship, but we didn't up texting for like a year after that and sort of pining after each other for like a year, and I tried to visit him in his country and shit. So I'm like, no, that doesn't work for me because I know I catch feelings. I'm just the kind of person where I know that when I have sex with someone, I, I mean... I don't have sex with someone unless I really like them and often having sex with someone makes me really like them. So they kind of go hand in hand to me. So I find when it has the built-in expiration date, that's almost worse because then I, that, then you, you have catch the feelings and you no longer have access to that person. So yeah, but that's just me. That's interesting. because So for me, emotionally, however- I, I mean, I, chicks, I, this is
0: not the good thing. Like chicks aren't good at doing this kind of stuff. No. It's, this is guy stuff. Every guy is like uh, having casual relationships. That's guy shit.
2: Already feel about that man gets amplified the sex we discussed post net clarity and a few a few episodes back i know savannah you don't believe it's real but for me what would end up happening is if i realized i didn't like the guy or sort of like disgusted about something about the guy i felt like disgusted with myself right so then it's almost like the, whatever feelings i have for that man ends up being how i felt internally other times where i was sort of indifferent about the guy after we had sex i was still sort of indifferent i didn't really feel it didn't really push me either way and then other times where i was already into the guy then i started doing like that future like th- that thing we start projecting the future like i'm we're in love and we're gonna have 17 Ooh. kids we're gonna buy a house with a white Whoa. picket fence and uh, have a golden retriever and, yeah, like yeah I your brain
1: starts- yes that's Ooh. why I
0: fucking you gotta watch out that's a, this is like good advice for men with casual wow. relationships this is how women think
1: a golden retriever still, like and the, your, your hormonal
3: kids. brain starts to like hijack everything else and then it just get it gets amplified see i do that with every guy i fuck even if they're trash that's the thing like i know that my hormone will trick me into being stupid. And so I have to be smarter than my stupid part of my brain. Mine just takes whatever's already there and then just
2: amplifies it. There's no worse feeling to me than waking up next to a dude or at least rolling over next to a dude and being like, yeah, this is rock bottom for me. I think I think it's time for me to get my shit together.
3: Yeah, see, I don't know if like my brain I think I just have this weird coping mechanism where even if I'm disgusted with a guy, my brain will try to shut out the negative things about him and only think about the positive things about him. Like I'll just black out on his flaws and go like goo goo gaga about shit that's really like bare minimum. Like he could be just a mediocre guy and I'd be like, Wow, like so I start to like idealize him and again I think it's just hormonal. That's just kinda how I'd be and so I'd say the lesson here is when you're thinking about casual sex, know thyself. If you know the kind of person that you are, if you get attached after sex, then maybe and the other thing is, like, guys are so much nicer when you haven't fucked them yet.
0: That's the other thing. That's true. That is true.
3: I've noticed is, like, I've noticed that once I fuck a guy, I lose all of my leverage. And so just because I am the sort yeah, of person really. where I like to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. Stupid.
3: I yeah. feel like I'm in control of situations <laughs> and, like, I'm not having had one over on me. I just I just delay sex with guys as long as possible, just like for as a matter of like self preservation. But yeah, but that's just me.
4: And it's also the build up as well. Like even if it's not a casual situation, I think sometimes the tease and anticipation can be really fun and adds a different. Could you imagine this one teasing you?
0: Hopefully not.
4: Uh... to the relationship (laughs) before you just go all in. Um, But yeah, just off the back of your comments about knowing yourself that that Lilith just made, I think that is really, really important. And this is why I tend to think that, I don't mean to sound ageist here, but if you're below the age of 25, I would avoid casual relationships. I think below the age of 25, like when you're just starting out with men, when you're getting to know men, when you're in that, everyone has their pick me phase, I would avoid casual relationships as much as possible. I actually think
1: that's wrong. I think if you're under 25 as a chick, it's better to have a casual relationship. relationship if the guys are also under 25 because it's more likely that tons of
0: under 25 year girls have casual relationships right that's what
1: i'm saying because the relationships are going to be so quick but savannah probably
0: didn't have sex until she was 30 for the first time no she could have
1: had again i I don't even think she is
0: 30
4: but guys would fuck big chicks just to smash yeah because and this is not to sound condescending this is just generally just from my own life experience and of others as well but you generally haven't developed the ability to set boundaries you don't always know how you'll react to to having sex with a really hot guy or a guy that you're talking to and it's just generally the prefrontal cortex also hasn't developed until the age of 25 as well so your decision making can be slightly askew
2: yeah and all the men there are shit at that age because under 25 especially it's, it's all about men trying to get cool social points trying to get clout off your back literally off your back so if you start having casual sex with guys then they'll start to like you know talk about it brag about it with their friends especially in an insular environment like high school or college and it's just all bad for you or even like if you're new at a company if you're an intern or like a first year at a company like dead ass yeah like ladies like if you're under 25 all of those social situations and environments you're going to be in generally it's not going to work out for you it's going to be all Bad. It's all bad. It will give men the social points. It'll give men the social clout. Men will have leverage over you, so to speak, because they'll know, like, you know, you suck their dick or whatever. And i can even remember being that age and like guys trying to send subliminals on like facebook and
3: shit. what do you mean by sending subliminals
2: they'll say stuff like oh i hope yeah passive aggressive (laughs) comments that you that may be directed towards you but not you they'll be like oh i hope you're not i hope these girls aren't tripping out here or something like that right (laughs) like they might say something that's cryptic yet clearly trying to dig at you a little bit oh you know on twitter on instagram
0: negging am on facebook
2: whatever like they're trying to increase their social clout off your back right so my saving grace at that age was that I really truly thought I was gonna wait till I got married to have sex. Uh. So I was actually a late virgin, but not from dudes lack of trying and not from me like trying to stop them that hard, but like, um, not from dudes lack of trying. And I straight up used to just go to clubs in like my body glitter and tube top and booty shorts and just make out with cute guys. And then if they tried to have sex with me, I'd be like, first of all, I'm a Christian.
3: Tube top is a godly tube top. <laughs> Going to a rave party and hard and being like, first of all, I'm a Christian woman. How dare Do you sit on Twitter? me?
0: What?
1: Do they even have Twitter? All three of them have Twitter, yeah. Really?
0: If you go search female dating strategy, decent, you can decent find them. following or
1: no?
0: Uh, nothing too crazy. They post some pretty crazy stuff on their Twitter, though, if you want to go check it out. I just have
4: the image right of, you know, like the. That's how
0: I knew that Lilith is no longer on the podcast. Oh, well, okay. at least she's away because she's having some health problem in Canada. Oh, she said her, she's the doctors being misogynistic to her. So that's
4: what
1: she said. Yeah,
4: wrong with the cross on the Discord. <laughs> you just whipped that out and just being like that. Then they're like, oh yeah, you want to fuck. <laughs> without the cross that's basically and
0: uh, so savannah always just laughs at her own jokes and it's fucking horrifying
2: what i used to do especially in high school and like early college before i could like really go to the clubs and stuff so i would just like so they used to have these teen clubs Remember where i grew up where uh, do you guys have teen clubs what's that like youth group no clubs like youth legit group? a club a dance club where they'd rent it out they had oh. usually 18 and under clubs and then or like 16 and up clubs or 18 and up clubs and they wouldn't serve alcohol or they'd serve alcohol with a wristband so they used to have these clubs where you could go when you're a teenager and it was just a club oh interesting <laughs> me and my friends used to go there I was the queen. Of getting my pussy ate and bouncing, because in my head I was like, "Well, what? that doesn't count. Jesus won't be mad at me for like having some guy kiss my vagina, right?" Like, <laughs> so that was a very important developmental stage for me in like detaching myself from men, because I feel like two things happened where I learned how to set my sexual boundaries. Because I would she was getting her
0: pussy eaten at a club.
1: So this this chick is the hot one.
0: This is what we believe to be the hottest okay. one, but it doesn't mean she's hot, right?
2: No. I would just straight up be like, actually, I'm a virgin. I would just wait till we got like kind of in. <laughs> Involved. And then like, i actually, as a virgin, and I'm gonna wait till I like, get married. And then sometimes guys would feel motivated to like give me head because they wanted, they thought if they give me head, like I'd want to fuck them. But I was really good at just like pulling a plug because I'm like, oh no, Jesus. She looks like a dude. Like,
0: mm-hmm. getting her pussy eaten at a club?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Never heard of that. That would be gross, too. I would
1: just not be, uh, well, I guess as a teen. just still i don't know (laughs) that's brilliant but then i think they would get
3: pissed
2: because i wouldn't reciprocate because i didn't suck their dick either and then they would throw subliminals at me and then like start like all over social media and then start like rumors and shit to like just basically get the other upper hand my whole thing is like they were casual encounters but i still had to deal with all the drama and the bullshit of men starting shit because they like either they got their feelings hurt or they thought like they were gonna i don't know what they thought but they thought wrong and then also it was good practice setting my boundaries but at the same time i didn't really take any quote-unquote risk because i wasn't having sex with them that being said i was choked out pretty bad by some guy once that like shook me and I didn't know I was like at this point I didn't watch porn I didn't do any of that kind of thing so I didn't know that was like a thing so I just thought a guy attacked me right and then like (laughs) he started watching porn after that we were making out this guy just starts choking the shit on me like why are you choking me and he's like oh well girls like this i'm like the fuck are you talking about because i'd never heard of
0: girls do like this stuff
2: so the downside of this is that you still can put yourself in risky situations even if you're not like having actual sex with these guys but i do think you know like if you kind of employ the betting strategies we talked before you can start to weed out the guys that are going to be shitty and not respect your boundaries and i think that time in my life was beneficial because i learned how to like set hard no's. So even if you have to make up some shit about Jesus, like
3: just like just like, start setting boundaries. <sighs> I used to do this thing. This was pre-FDS. These are fucking I... psychos. These chicks are mental. Yeah, I didn't want yeah, to wear
0: they're, a they're, like, legit mental
3: condom. I would say that um, I'm pro-life. And so I'm so glad that you want to have a baby with me because if I ever got pregnant, I definitely
4: keep it. And nothing would make them want to wear a condom more than that. They would hurt themselves on the quickness. Also, I mean, if I was looking for a casual sex partner, I would also avoid men who are like 26 year old virgins because I know for a fact they probably got their sex through porn. So they would make lousy ass partners. And I also tended to go for, oh, I mean, this is an age gap. What do you think more of
1: a lousy ass partner? Someone who's 26 is a virgin or a chick who speaks like this?
0: Ah, good question. I mean, I don't think uh, you get good performances from a 26-year-old dude who's a virgin, but probably can go all night.
1: I once fucked a British BBW in Vegas, and she, dude, it was a Sunday morning. I had a poker tournament where I came fourth for uh, 12K, Um, and we're staying at the luxor i met her on hinge and she basically just said come down to my room i get down to the room it's like 10 in the morning the restart of the tournament was at noon she goes i can barely talk i've been partying all night and i was like oh, okay and we just fucked in silence and that and then i left paid then, no she just met on hinge Ugh.
4: yeah it was like like late twenties, thirties. Like but um, like was like men this. my own age yeah, were just yeah. like they just got their sex ed from Reddit porn, and that was just a no. It had to be somebody you had like real life experience with you know, being with a woman. And they're often really easy to weed out as well because these porn fried men who grew up on porn, you notice that they don't know how to talk to a woman. Like they're very awkward or they talk about sex quickly and the way they talk about sex is very awkward. It's not, it doesn't really flow. What's your favorite sex position? It's stilted. Yeah, like, and they'll just ask, you know, what are your kinks before they even know what your name is.
2: And they have that creep energy where they just like, their entire brain, you can tell is just on a spiral of porn. I can't even explain it, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like you can feel that creepy. You know what I'm talking energy.
4: about. I mean, the sex worker was a true Casanova, to be fair. Like, tr- and it made sense when he told me he was a sex worker. So I was like, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> I
0: that just—that's honestly one of the hard. They said some crazy yeah. shit. That's one of the harder things to believe. That Savannah just picked up a sex worker, a hot sex worker, a hot sex worker, who was just like super into her. She paid for that for sure. By the way, uh, 150 likes, I'll give away another. Scroat membership
4: what was the first red flag that he was too good at sex okay no the the first red flag was that he offered me a massage beforehand like he was like do you want a back massage i was like oh
3: okay isn't that sad that like we think it's a red flag if a man treats you too well
4: that's the state of men i know isn't that sad yeah and it was such it was such a good massage as well like obviously it got a bit sensual but like who are you and who do you work for? but he was really really good and then he was really clean and respectful but yeah the bar is like literally in hell that like if a guy is somewhat competent in bed i'm just gonna be like are you a sex worker i'll just be googling his image <laughs> no reverse image search his profile picture see if it comes up on any escort services his number his number is the main thing because some of them like keep their face out just um because like, this guy keeps his face out like he, he doesn't on his adverts he doesn't show his face but his number was there
2: yeah because men see a casual sexual encounter is primarily for them and they've explicitly stated that they don't consider it to be mutual unless they
3: like you or you're their girlfriend yeah that's the main reason why i'm against casual sex if i'm being totally honest i've never had an orgasm from a casual sex or one night stand encounter even the three month foreign exchange student like ongoing relationship guy even though i in- generally enjoyed having sex with him i still had to be the one to get myself off so i'm basically just masturbating and then there's a guy there so it's like what's the point yeah what's the high. point right like i mean uh, yeah. yeah i mean i i like that when the chicks yeah around. plus
0: then you don't have to do anything yeah it's kind of we'll just masturbate. Of right. he's worlds. not
3: really providing anything except he's just like a real life like blow up sex almost i don't get much from that i've had relationships like that sis not even to be sis. funny but like not even just casual
2: sex where just the sex starts to drop off because men get lazy they just get sexually lazy so it's really tough to
1: guard against that in a relationship or you're not but- a big enough of a slut to do what a guy wants and that's why sex drives i up. mean
0: dude obviously guys get a little lazier the longer in a relationship i
1: don't know if you're, if you, if you're, you're a whore, pulling
0: out all the stops just every oh yeah yeah, yeah. All the time.
1: No no big production. I get
2: that. Yeah. But it's doubly tough when it's a friends with benefits and you don't have any
3: type of leverage or so to speak. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, so this makes me feel like you really don't care about me. And they're like, Yeah, I don't care about you because this is a casual sex relationship. Right. Exactly. Men on the internet and even in real life in some cases have explicitly said that they don't eat pussy unless they're in a relationship or that they don't care about a woman's orgasm unless they actually are in love with her just the way that men are again like casual sex wouldn't be a bad thing if men were more ethical participants but unfortunately they're not so we have to be realistic and overwhelmingly not they're overwhelmingly not not by like a little bit of a margin like
2: overwhelmingly they are
3: not good at this and they're not motivated to be good at this and also just female socialization like women and that's the other thing is i feel like a lot of my casual sexual encounters were at least partially influenced by you know what natalie lou said about um oh if i have if i put out then he'll like me or you know feel like he has to have a relationship with me or something like that or just just like being people pleasing and putting other people's needs before my own i don't know i feel like until you've gotten to the point where you've really challenged that part of your female socialization again casual sex i feel like is one of those things that gets better with age because when you're young and you haven't unlearned that socialization it can make it so that your sexual experiences are not as good
2: if you feel bad once during a casual sexual encounter don't do it again that's the other thing i would actually feel bad
3: after casual sex most of the time it's I separate- felt
0: bad many times during casual so i mean imagine no, I, I, most I girls that you've been with have.
3: Yeah, no, I'm sure. I,
1: I once, <laughs> uh, I, a couple times when I was like fucking this chick, just random chicks. I could guys never had a problem with me, but women, I could just look in their eyes and I'm like, ooh, oh, this is not going well, is it?
0: You you could tell like a set. Yeah, like I a could set tell. Yeah, you're, yeah, like it was, you're bombing. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Really, I've yeah. never had that where I was like, I'm bombing. Well, right because now. maybe was just because I don't give a shit enough.
1: Yeah, but I I just didn't want to reciprocate. I just was using her to get off like a yeah. human fleshlight. Yeah, exactly. One one chick said that to me. She saw me one uh dirty north on a Friday night. We hooked up on a Saturday. And she got so mad at me. She's like, "Why can't why can't we just go to a bar and hang out because I don't want to be seen in public with you."
0: Yeah, you don't like bars and stuff either.
1: Well, th- but also too. I don't want to be seen. Like we could go to wine bar. Like yeah. that's the worst one. When you're on a date with a chick, and you're like, I just want to fuck you. I don't even want to go on this date, and I have to be—I did that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, what am I fucking doing? This was like a month ago. I'm like, I'm on a date with a chick. I just want to fuck. And then she said to me afterwards, uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I just want to take it slow. And it's like, but you're in your 40s. You don't, ha- you don't have time to take it slow. I don't think
0: she wants to take it slow.
1: She just didn't want to fuck you. Uh, what, you, thought, you thought
0: you were a potential marriage so she,
1: candidate, JJ? No, so what she want, then? If she want to go hang out again?
0: D- oh, she wanted to hang out again? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's annoying. She to hang to out again. probably listening to this fucking podcast.
1: She wants to hang out again, but she didn't want to have sex right away. She's like, hey, we could go for dinner. I just she's probably to-. listens to female dating strategy. You know, you know what it is, though? This is a trick I learned that women do. They'll say, okay, you can come over. We'll have dinner. But they just want to fuck, too. But they don't. They don't want you admitting that you're going over to fuck. Yeah, of course. That's all they care about. It's like the Netflix. You yeah, know. they just don't
0: want to be easy. They yeah, don't want to they, come off as being easy. Yeah,
1: they don't want to come off as being whores. Like one chick, uh, the one chick who I fucked in New York in August. She's like, let's meet first. I'm walking to a show. Yeah. She meets me on the sidewalk. We talk for five minutes. I'm like, I got to get to the show. She's like, okay, come over on Friday. That was it. She just just had
0: to to... make sure you just were not.
1: No, she didn't want to feel like a whore who was going to fuck you right away. And
0: you met her first. There you go.
1: So they listen to this, but also what they can't control. Like they logically think out like this last few minutes logically seems all right. Yeah. But it falls apart because they're emotional. And that's why they always fuck guys and then end up feeling shitty afterwards. They realize, oh, if that's what they lack. They lack what men have. Men don't get upset that they don't have a partner, unless. I mean, some do, but it's just they're they're not as restricted
0: as by their age. No, but
1: a guy who gets upset that nobody will date him is an undesirable human being. Yeah, it's an incel. I'm I'm forty two years old, pretty undesirable, but I'm not upset that nobody wants to be with
0: me. No, I mean, there's someone who wants to be with you, of
1: course. But I'm also okay with getting. Because I go on stage and get people to laugh, I'm okay with fucking an escort and and
3: then leaving. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay ongoing three-month relationship guy that he was okay but the other ones I would feel like disgust with myself or sad but still liking the guy so it was very like a weird dynamic so yeah I generally feel bad during or after so I have to avoid it
4: and just like anything you really need to ask yourself and this is something that Natalie mentioned which is a really really good test or question you can ask yourself before you do anything like casual sex or or even like have sex for the first time with a guy that you want to get into a relationship with is ask yourself you know if I stop talking to this guy tomorrow if we have sex today and we stop talking tomorrow am I gonna be okay if the answer is no then you're not ready to have sex with them because the sex oh, decision God. should be independent of what happens to she the relationship has the worst takes oh yeah out of all the three
0: they got some bad that's saying a lot some too
4: spec, she, but she has
0: savannah
1: yeah uh, she's got some bad across the board the the one who sounds the hottest is okay-ish <laughs> this one has <laughs> funny how that works bad take after bad take after bad take
0: savannah has some stinkers yeah yeah
4: yeah. if it's truly a decision that you're making in that moment. Because if you would feel bad if you stopped talking to you tomorrow, then either subconsciously or consciously, you're hoping that, that sex will get you to a certain outcome. And as many women have found out the hard way, it doesn't work that way. It's a question that I think is also part of sex positivity. People have confused being sex positive with having sex quickly, and that's not it. Sex positivity is about having sex on your terms in a way that's enjoyable to you. So knowing your <sighs> conditions for sex and being 100% comfortable in your decision to have sex or to not have sex.
2: I'll confess it's never worked for me to be able to like future gauge how I feel about a guy, meaning if if I'm okay if a guy never talks to me after that. It never worked for me, I think, because I I don't know. I found it hard to understand how I was going to feel about a guy until after I had sex. And the only way I figured out how I was going to feel is I started to pay attention in the moment to how sexually attracted I was to the guy and whether I thought the sex was going to be good. Because I don't know that I regret sex that was actually good so even if it didn't work out even if i got a little bit emotionally attached like the sex was actually good how i figured it out or how i started to delineate between whether or not i thought i should have sex with the guys like am i 100 confident if i have sex with this guy it'll be worth my time right i don't want to like never. i don't want 90 percent confidence i want 100 confidence I mean,
1: and like a lot of them never give me 100 confident about that shit see but they're also illogical in the fact saying like it, it their flaw women's flaw is emotional because they're like i don't want to have a one night stand But then they'll, like, masturbate. Right. So they're flawed because then... I
0: mean, these chicks are giving dating advice. They're going to be single for life. These these are not good examples. But all
1: women who are flawed, that they're like, I'll masturbate, but I won't hook up with a guy. And you're like, well, what's the difference? Well,
0: there is a difference, No, the
1: difference is because the guy who hooks up with them for a one-night... They can have great sex, but then they realize he just wants to use them for sex. How great would you feel if some woman only wanted you for sex and then left you yeah that'd be fantastic
0: well yeah I guess, I guess the problem is they're more likely to catch feelings if you Betting will. strategies we talked about in the,
2: in the sex in the uh, sex strategy episode we did it was like paying attention to all the little things about him to start to get a picture of what he was going to be like sexually so that i knew how to interact with him when we did have sex but that is that's vetting right that means you can't just jump in bed with the guy you just met
4: I think, again, it just comes back to knowing yourself, though. If you have enough self-awareness to know that, that.
0: Have you ever had to do a Zoom date as a first date? Never. Never? That's They're big
4: on that. Is how you operate. That's also something to consider as well. But again, it just, yeah, you just have to know yourself.
2: I regret all the sex I had with, like, terrible, ugly men or men who were bad at sex. I regret every single piece of that. <laughs> I can't think of a more depressing state of affairs than, like, just realizing, like, you fucked a guy and he actually literally repulses you, either emotionally, physically, or sexually.
4: I think that's quite... <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs>
0: i've been there
4: sad as well especially if it's um if was a casual encounter you know women are going into it at a disadvantage quite a massive disadvantage we're less likely to orgasm the risks are a lot higher and so when you then go into such a situation with somebody that repulses you it's just yeah it's a double l but like, no offense, But it's a double well. <laughs>
3: no, no, it no, is. No. no, I'll take that. I'll hold on to that. It's, double L. it's the worst feeling in the world. I want to circle back to your point about Natalie lose. If he stopped talking to you tomorrow, would you feel bad about it? That's the other thing is like 100% of the time, if I fuck a guy and he never talks to me again after that, 100% of the time that will like trigger my abandonment issues even if I don't even like him that much like just the fact that he would like have sex with me
0: guys you hear that always try and trigger women's issues and then
3: bounce makes would just make me feel like rejected or, or sad or used exploited or whatever right so that would always just make me feel bad looking back now that you've brought that up it made me realize that I think at the time I was sort of projecting like my humanity onto men because I at the time I knew that I got closer to men through sex like sex made me feel more connected and so I thought that it was the same for men I didn't realize you 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 know, it sounds stupid and naive now, right? But when you're like 20, it's like you don't know any better or, you know, you haven't realized
4: the true depths of men's sexual depravity. And that's selfishness as well. Like, just how selfish they are.
2: Maybe this is like just a difference in our experiences because I've only had maybe one, maybe two guys ghost me and the sex was so bad that I was like, fine. So I didn't really give a <laughs> shit.
4: And I feel like the trash took itself out.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm like, this is going to save me. They, I love
0: them justifying it. They ghosted you, though. Like, what does that say about you? It's not like you were fucking incredible. Awkward
2: conversation mm-hmm. to realize, like... By the way,
0: JJ, I don't know if this is anything to do with you, but we just hit the most viewer live viewers ever for a female dating
1: strategy. Really? Stream. Yeah, we've never had Congratulations. this Congratulations! So that they're bad J- at this. It
0: might be the JJ Lieberman effect.
1: I, mean- and I feel like they knew that. Was there is a couple zingers and that one clip where she says about a guy and I say it's me that I need that clip That was good. Oh, okay. They were bad. Oh, see that's, oh, that's, so that good. would make
3: it worse for me because again It's almost like about my ego, right? It's like if oh. the guy was shitty or ugly see, even if see? the guy stopped talking to me and he was bad at sex or he was ugly I that almost makes it worse because I'd be like I fucked this fucking guy and he was a, like and he was I gave an ugly guy a chance And he didn't even text me back. There you go. How I was, dare uh, he? That, right
1: dude? I was right on the point. Of course like,
0: Well, who wants I mean, that's the thing she thinks she's slumming it fucking this ugly dude who and he he's like yeah, i'm banging this ugly chick like probably they think the same it's the exact like they think they're both slumming it
1: dude when i fuck these like i literally <laughs> fuck i mean i'm i'm ugh, it's just what is it what is it you ever you ever eat chicken
0: you i've ever, had chicken before okay, yeah like, I've you had know when before, you make yeah.
1: like okay this is a perfect <laughs> you know when you make a big Turkey roast for a holiday Thanksgiving, sure, yeah, and you know, very you, timely, you, JJ. You put it in like there's gravy and everything, and there's sauce. You take the roast. Love every, to know where you're going. Everyone's carving the sauce. Everyone's carving. They're picking up all the good meat. Yeah. And then at the bottom, at the end of the day, this this is one turkey for twenty people. Yeah, big turkey, six pound turkey. You have no idea how many pounds of turkey you need for okay. twenty people. But... 80, 80 pounds. <laughs> at the end of the day, 600. at the end of the day, you get into the crock pot. It's still the crock pot. You're Everyone... making
0: you, you, the turkey you make for twenty people in a fucking crock pot. Okay, in, in, passing in a, on Thanksgiving at this in this in a
1: fucking multiple crock pots. There's just these like bones. These just bones. The bones. Yeah, the
0: bones. These women. They're the bones. They're
1: the bones. They're like all the good meat <laughs> of women. Has been taken. All the tens, the nines, the eights, the sevens. Yeah. That's who I fuck. Yeah, I yeah. fuck the, the t- scraps. I fuck the, not even scraps. They're not it,
0: even scraps? They're not even These they are they're scraps.
1: The, no, they're the bones that the butcher takes and sells them at the market for your dogs. Yeah. You, don't e- you can't even use these bones to make soup tomorrow. <laughs> these are the bones. These women More are offensive. the bones. Yeah. And that's and why the thing is,
2: I think they could feel my contempt at the end of the sex. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Yes. Like, So it wasn't even, it was like, hey, I talked to you around. So it was like one of those really fake goodbyes. You know, when you're fake goodbying people and you're like, oh, I've done that before to too. Again. So, the other guys i had sex with where it was like okay even if i was like oh i just got a text i got a set really into them and maybe it didn't blossom to
0: by the way gerard perry everybody this metaphor is more strained than savannah's girdle nice
2: relationship it's different (laughs) right like i would still be emotionally attached but i didn't feel like um I feel, like, disgusted with myself in the same way. Six like, likes six. away from a free membership. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: true. If I have sex with a guy who doesn't meet my standards...
0: Yeah, we're almost there. Six more likes, I'll give away another uh, channel membership. Five
1: dollars out of the after. fucking uh, pocket of Danny Paul's shot. Right Come out of the, right out of like, the old bucket. How I
3: graced you with my presence. There we and you're go. you going to appreciate that. Like, so, yeah, that's another reason why, for me, casual sex is a hard no, because I just, like... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess, what most people would call, like, demisexual nowadays. I think oh demisexual...
0: shut up this there we is... go
3: there you go give it nice. away first of
0: all nice by the way this is the first i'm hearing that
3: demisexual is
1: what
0: i don't know we talked oh, demisexual we've... we've talked about this ad nauseum on the boys cast and i still don't even know what Which's it is the
1: one where it's like liking based off personality Sapio? Like maybe
0: no that's sapiosexual, it's sapio-sexual just like based just like is like based off intelligence off intelligent.
1: demisexual look at that Ten dollars out of his pocket. Let's go for
3: two hundred. You're forty five away for two hundred. That's you know, a bullshit concept. I think that's just called being left. a normal person. Shout <laughs> out they to Luke Moran. people that you feel a connection with, or whatever, or feeling connected to the people that you have sex with. So yeah, it just circles back to
4: like know thyself. I think you've got to be careful as well if you're one of those women because I'm this that sort of person now. where it's either I go all in or I just detach. I become the ice queen, and whilst that is good, but I in like some saying, scenarios, I, I, that can I, I, mean that I'm quite emotionally unavailable. And again, this was brought up in the Natalie Lou episode and she said that you have to to make sure that the universe will test you to see if you truly want what you want.
0: So- demisexual, yeah, means you have emotional connection to people. Yeah.
4: So the times when I thought I was open, such a chick thing. So no guy has ever demisexual. Been demisexual. Yeah. No,
0: no yeah. guy, straight guys, like I'm demisexual. I need to have an emotional connection. Oh,
4: Fuck out, it's out of here. a relationship?
0: You hate fucking guys like that? No, I hate. That's not that. exactly. I like what guys I was like
4: at. who would be like that.
1: Oh. Gotcha.
4: Ep and I was also open to these casual encounters. I actually wasn't as emotionally available as I thought I was, but when I became more serious about finding a relationship and like leveling up and stuff like that, the prospects of like casual sex just didn't appeal to me as much. So. You just have to be careful there. Plus,
2: I think, like I said, you can have a lot of casual encounters that aren't sex. And I actually think we need to bring back second base. Like, first and second base are really, really important for
1: gauging.
4: What second base? I don't know what that is. I don't know what it means. First base is like, well, yeah. Well, second she
1: base? She don't know because she's never run. That's well, they're in a baseball. And...
4: Oh, okay. I, you know what? That's
0: the first time I've ever kind of understood. or well, not understood because it still seems crazy to me that they don't. She doesn't understand what second base is because they don't play baseball. Yeah.
2: Kissing second base is like uh, dry humping, isn't it? Oh. I think no is not it fingering and like t- like touching? No, I thought that was like third base. Third base is like under the clothes. Like I think second base is over what? the close. Third no, base is third under. Third base
0: the is oral sex. Yeah.
2: yeah it's so like if you're like grabbing titties okay right playing with the playing with each other's genitals <laughs>
3: genitals is so clinical right that sounds so sexy playing with each other's genitals <laughs> manipulating each other's genitals in a sexual
2: <laughs> manner um, very clinical yeah so i'm a big fan of like first and second base as doing recon about whether or not i want to fuck this guy because like i said earlier how i feel about the sexual encounter is almost 100 centered around how i feel about the guy's sexual skill and how much i'm going to enjoy it so that's why i'm a big fan i actually think you should have a lot more casual encounters as far as just making out in kissing and like have sex only be for guys you really 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 want to fuck because i think that'll actually start to weed men out but that means and also during that time you're doing the regular fds vetting so you'll end up with a good sexual partner a guy who can listen to you a guy who at least has like all the, the markers
0: again just to be clear they're giving all this advice none of them have boyfriends also too, i every, think actually lilith might but he's...
1: every guy's lying yeah of course I, I i do that too i like oh cool oh yeah really yeah like every, everything Pretend i tend to be interested I lie. Anytime I go on a dating app and like they have like, oh, I really, you know, on Hinge they'll have like, I like this. I like that. Like that. I'm like, oh my God, we're the perfect match. (laughs) You know, they'll literally have a picture.
0: Are you saying that sometimes men lie to have sex?
1: Exactly. But they'll have a picture. This is the funniest thing because you remember this. They'll have a picture of them at the Grand Canyon. I literally broke up a great relationship because she wanted to go to the Grand Canyon.
0: That was what. That was the nail in the coffin? That was the
1: nail in the coffin. You
0: just didn't want to go to the Grand we Canyon? We get
1: to the Grand Canyon. Oh, you went? I, I'm, I hate heights. I look over the Grand Canyon. I say, we have two nights prepaid. I say, pack up your bags. We're fucking out of here. And we drove to Vegas and didn't talk. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That was worth it.
2: About high value, man? Like, at least in the short term at least externally at least externally but also but also short term right like and if you're not looking to do a long-term relationship short term so then you know you're going to enjoy the sexual counter and then have like a hard expiration date so you don't get attached
4: so if you not into it then that's actually true actually because i once kissed a guy and it felt like he was a dog trying to lick my face are you saying bolted it out of that yeah, because like, you're a fucking dog
3: <laughs> Their row is just like, yes, to... like we need to bring back first and second base however you have to go into that first of all, having like chicks vetted the are, guy. Chicks
0: are fucking insufferable. You got to take a piss. Yeah, yeah go for it. Going. I try
3: to make sure he's not yeah, a date not because a lot of guys, if you do first or second base with them, they'll go into like high pressure sales mode, trying to close seal the deal and go all the way yes. to make a home run. And True. so there's that. Like you have to make sure he's not sexually predatory. And I've been in situations like that where I'm making out with a guy or I'm touching. I'll try to pull back, and he'll try to, you know.
2: I think you tell them. I think you tell them straight up, up front Like especially if you're casually dating, like just tell them like, hey, I date, so I, I can't fuck every guy I'm going on a date with. But even there have been times where
4: I'll tell.
0: that will be a weird one. You go, oh. Oh, I, sorry, just we can't have sex. I just go on too many dates. If I was fucking every dude I went on a date with, I probably wouldn't even be here right now.
3: Like, I don't want to have sex tonight, but I'll kiss you kind of thing. And they think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I can, Uh, they think? think they can persuade you or they can convince you or even just like force you.
0: Many a man has done some solid convincing.
3: Right, so you know, and that's happened to me. So there's that. And then secondly, you have to be really strong in your boundaries because a lot of guys will try to use emotional manipulation, like, oh, like I'm just so horny for you, babe, like don't give me blue balls, like that kind of stuff. They won't. Blue balls me. is a
0: real thing, and they're painful. Force
3: you, but if you're not super strong in your boundaries, being people pleasing to men, I, and I found myself in situations where we're making out and I didn't want to have sex that night, but I kind of like feel bad or whatever reason I in my head, I'm like I end up having sex when I didn't really want to, and kind of just like going along with it. And I always regret that after the fact. So you need Jesus. That's what you need. You need Jesus. That's my parents raised me with Jesus in my life like she <sighs> to tell you my mom was raised Christian but she was very traumatized by the church so she didn't really want us to be raised in that kind of environment you need Jesus I should have just lied I should have been like that's, that's the thing I would do the whole um oh no I'm actually pro-life and I would lie about it I should have just lied and said I believed in God but I didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean
2: I think it's perfectly okay to lie if you have to A no should be enough but if you have to lie and for whatever reason the guy's not respecting your no yeah then totally
0: weird because it's not okay for guys to lie she's saying that it's perfectly okay to lie to make a guy not fuck you, but it's definitely not okay to lie to make a guy right. leave you alone. So you lie, get okay yourself lie. out of that
2: situation, or just like straight up fight his ass. And block and delete to further like maybe secure your safety. Maybe if you're doing the kissing, making out thing, like do it in a car, some place where you're not in his home, and then it's like you're cornered. Yes, because that's I know we talked about that on the Dave Portnoy episode too about when you go to a guy's home, you are like you're cornered then, right? You want to try to do it in a place where it's somewhat neutral. And in fact, yeah. I'm a big fan of like the car make out as well before you know cuz the thing is you're either feeling it or you're not you'll kiss each other and i had a, i've had this happen where you start kissing and then you're like i am not feeling this and so then it's really easy to back out and be like okay well i got to go home Rather than if you're at his home and you have to get your purse, he has to, like, uh, drive you back. Or if you drove yourself, you have to leave and find an excuse to leave. Like, maybe start kissing in the car, making out in the car. And then by the time you go home with him, you're sure you want to go home.
3: Just a good old-fashioned backseat necking. Go to the drive-in, what our parents and
2: grandparents used to do. Yeah, but all that stuff, like, I know it seems old-fashioned, but now we're kind of discovering is that it actually, in some respects, had a good purpose, right? It actually does kind of help you vet men for your their overall sexual skill before you're in a place where it gets harder and harder to say no and they're gonna start to try to pressure you so i think once you go to a man's house you know and i actually would even maybe say the first time you have sex don't even go to his house maybe have sex at your house then you can just kick him out if he acts crazy i don't know i'm scared no. of that because i don't want guys to know where i live true okay yeah actually the only thing too if you want to go to his house because you want to see how he lives and make sure he doesn't live gross because I, I hate that like you have one image of a guy and then you see the way his place looks and you're like oh no so I feel like at some point you have to go to his place. So maybe the strategy here is like. You
0: ever dated any chicks that were just total slobs? Never. Never? Never. Oh, I've had some.
2: Go to his place sometime like during the day. Maybe like not after a date. But find like a casual reason
1: to drop by his place before you have sex. I have dated back. any chicks. I've dated two chicks.
0: I like, guess. They're not dated. But like, yeah. I mean, you go over yeah, to yeah, some chicks' house and just
1: total slob. But basically, um, I, uh, no, never.
3: To what you said about Dave Portnoy, for me, the whole Dave Portnoy debacle is just more proof to me why casual sex is not advisable for women. First of all, I want to say, like, when I was a teenager, it's different from being a teenager now, right? Because now, um, casual sex... Oh,
0: here we go with the kids these days
3: involves like fucking rape fantasies now apparently so th- that's the other thing is like if you're gonna do casual sex make sure it's not like bdsm casual sex look that's-
0: dudes are not in a rape fantasy sex yeah, this is so anecdotal. Yeah. that's the thing too is they they never they never give any credit to women for like why any of this stuff happens they're like oh guys are like choking women you're like yeah because women ask also they're not
1: citing any stats
0: no but it, yeah they're definitely don't have any stats it's all very uh so anecdotal like, but they- no but they're like don't You're like, yeah, women want this stuff. Like, I don't know. I've never just, like, decided to choke a woman. Mm -hmm. She's like, choke me.
3: Yeah. And this is one thing I never understood. Vanilla. Vanilla only. (laughs) Vanilla only. Like, this is one thing I didn't like about the BDSM community is they'd be like, oh, do you want to have a scene together? And you barely know this person and they want to, like, whip you and shit. And so it's like, it's just weird. I think if you are going to do BDSM, it's not advisable. But if you are, it should only be with someone that you really know and trust and ideally in a committed relationship with because when you engage in casual sex first of all like there's so many predatory scroats out there who use bdsm as a guise for basically wanting to rape women and not face any consequences for That's it true. and also the practices that the bdsm community advocates for act-
0: this is how you know she's kind of gross too because only really gross people are in the bdsm yeah
3: very true <laughs> truly disempowers women i'll give you an example i want to point out the difference in the training that uh libfem media gives women and what porn gives men because libfem media i was raised with this whole idea of like well you have to like talk about your kings beforehand and you know negotiate your boundaries and safe words and this and that. In porn, when a guy is doing a BDSM scene on a woman in porn, there's no conversation about boundaries or anything like that. There's like, I think a couple of porn companies that do interview the woman before and they put that in the video, but the majority of the time, it's just like straight.
0: Chicks watching a lot of BDSM porn, huh?
3: Yeah. Sounds into like, like hard pounding hitting the woman choking slapping all this like yeah. fucked up shit right so oh. the training that boys get and the training that girls get is very different and so by the time i finally after getting all this like cosmo and fucking teen vogue media advice and actually going out there and having sex with guys and i just springing shit on me when i'm not expecting it it was just not the experience that i was expecting but the fucked up thing is like if you talk to a guy about your rape fantasies and if that conversation happens through text that guy can then use that against you if he actually rapes you in the future. That's the thing that actually pisses me off about the BDSM community. They tell you, oh. When she says
0: use that, she means like that's evidence because then what she's saying is that then the guy rapes her and then she presses charges and now he's defending himself in court.
3: Which
1: is what her fantasy is. Yeah, but then
0: he's like, yeah, well you can see I got confused here, you you Yeah, sure,
3: right, yeah. Uh, oops. Talk about your boundaries and your kinks and everything beforehand and then have sex when you do that you're actually putting yourself in a situation where you're more vulnerable to being raped and the guy not maybe being... don't
0: have fantasies that are involved like potential felonies what yeah. about
3: that any consequences for it because we saw that with Dave Portnoy everyone's saying oh she said she had a rape fantasy oh she wanted to have rough sex therefore it was consensual this has actually happened to me before where I had been in a relationship with a guy we were in a relationship for several months during that time we'd obviously sexted and like exchanged nudes and stuff like that a few months after we break up he says oh I just want to talk and I have I want to return some of your things and so I was like okay you can come over and return some of my things so he comes over and and then he wanted to have sex. I didn't want to. I tried to get him to leave. He didn't leave. He ends up raping me. And when I, I actually reported I'm this sorry. to the police, not laughing at and that. when the police followed up with me, they ha- the police officer had a bunch of screenshots of sex that I had sent him when we were in a relationship, including things like stuff about rape fantasies, consensual non consent. And so the police was like, Did you- the,
1: pol- the police for him to bring up. Well that's not for the police to judge. Well, I guess she
0: said she pressed charges and then so the police contacted that guy.
3: Right, but that's and then not he
0: showed the text.
3: Oh,
1: so you're talking about like the detective. Yeah. Not like, like okay yeah yeah
3: you write these and as soon as i said yes though i wrote those his eyes just totally glazed over and checked out and he you know they ended up not proceeding with charges it really just came down to those text messages right again you see the same thing exact same thing playing out with dave portnoy where if you've ever exchanged a text message with a guy talking about your rape fantasies it puts you in a vulnerable situation where the guy could rape you for real stop
0: having rape fantasies yeah, i don't, don't know like that's fucking tricky shit
3: that's like literally
1: and
0: sick. guys don't want like i mean i'm sure some guys are into that stuff but like a lot of I'm, a lot of guys i know they were like Girls are into that shit. They just fucking roll their eyes. They're like, here we
1: go. shit. It's like me texting you and saying, hey, let's go for food. I'm really, like, craving <laughs> Thai food. And then you're like, okay, so we go get Thai food. And then afterwards, I'm like, I can't believe you did that to me. Why would you take me out for Thai food? I, I knew this
0: was going to be the worst analogy. Today. Is that bad?
1: I think that's on the money. Let's read <laughs> like the comments. That. Like thai- t- is that, is is that on good? the money? Is yeah, that on the money? Is right, that yeah, yeah. good? Let's see. Let's go to the comments <laughs> for this one. I really like Thai food, Danny. Let's go. to some... Oh, I'm eating these chicken s- s- satays
3: and pain.
0: Um yeah don't yes i don't know It's
3: you and you have no legal recourse at all and again pdsm people they'll say oh you can withdraw consent at any time and like safe words yeah how do you enforce that legally because these guys have figured out that there's not
2: shit you can do if you do withdraw consent that's the thing especially look
0: ron jeremy is rotting away in prison you can withdraw consent
2: Predators. That's why I, I just point blank don't trust any man who's attracted to that as a dynamic. Period. Is but because- you're into that shit. Yeah, you that's you're like, what do you you're-
0: mean? Yeah. You're into dudes who are into fake raping you. You're telling these guys, yeah, you go, hey, can you I'm pretend into. to rape me? And then you're like, I don't trust any guy who would want to do that. You're like, that's the guys you're looking for. They
2: get logically falling by- uh, apart, and that's just not that's just not indicative of a person who, first of all, respects women at all, but also an indicative of an abusive person.
4: And even if they kill you as well, you've got also the rough sex defense. So a man can literally kill you and get a lesser sentence, if sentenced at all, if they find out that you're into kink. It's happened a lot in the UK. They're currently trying to outlaw it. But many men have used the whole world. Okay. I've
0: <laughs> never heard that in my life. It's... That might be a UK
3: thing.
4: She's I was making shit up. He consented to it as if people can consent to being killed as a way to get off a murder charge, essentially.
3: Or it'll go from murder to being manslaughter, right? To manslaughter, yeah. So, ladies, to sum this up. Well, maybe it
0: wasn't murder. I mean, there's no scenario where he actually accidentally got caught away with it or carried away with it and then actually just choked some shit.
2: 100% under no circumstances. Under no circumstances did you have rougher violent sex. Text a guy about rougher violent sex with a sexual partner. Like, especially not casual sex. Guys, if you're
0: ever participating in any sort of rape fantasy of a woman, make sure she texts you about it. Make sure you get the receipts.
2: Really 100 percent, a (laughs) thousand percent never try to have BDSM sex with a casual
3: sexual partner. It will only end up bad for you.
0: I agree with that. That's probably just like random BDSM shit.
3: Not even that. Even if you try to have normal sex, he'll just spring it on you, right? Because like we said in the Dave Portnoy episode-
0: That's another thing these chicks lie about, which is really annoying, is they try to make it out that dudes are into BDSM and it's not like a women thing. It's like women are into this shit and they drag guys into it. I'm sure those guys were into it. Right. But this is a chick thing.
3: This is sex now. Yeah, that's part of the problem is that like a
2: lot of this BDSM stuff has started to infiltrate mainstream. But I think, again, you'll have a much better case if you're like, I thought we were going to have consensual sex and this guy choked and slapped me out of fucking nowhere because that's just assault
4: and these porn sick medi- that's assault brother some um, gentlemen they always give off tells as well so if he starts talking about kinks or and these might just tell on themselves as well they're so shameless they'll be like hey how are you oh by the way um i've got a rape fantasy tee hee hee sort of thing if they give any indication that they're into violent sex of any sort just block and delete because they will give off tells. yeah but the problem
0: is there's all these chicks you're like but i'm also into that yeah. so didn't i just find the guy
4: i was looking for Long before you get to the bedroom, you just have to suss them out.
3: Yeah, so this is again why I'm against casual sex, just like categorically, because there's too many of these predator types in the pool. There's too many of these predatory scrouts out there. Most guys are porn sick, especially if they're under the age of like 30 these days, because the normal heterosexual sex script is degrading, violent, humiliating, to women, I think there's too much of a risk that the guy's going to spring that on you during the casual sex, whether you've discussed it beforehand or not. And so I strongly advise women to avoid it just because of the culture around sex right now is just too toxic.
2: I think that's a great point. I'm a millennial and I would say it wasn't, I I encountered porn sick men for sure. And I also got choked out when was like, what the fuck, when that happened? And I think you're right is that there's just, there's too many variables when it comes to casual sex and like what the average man uses casual sex and how much that might be abusive, disgusting, terrible for you that the likelihood of you finding a casual, sex partner that'll make it worth your while is so low and the only way to increase the likelihood that you'll have a good casual sex partner is to do all of the vetting you would do for a boyfriend <laughs> right um Yikes. and i think you made this point savannah if you want to make it here about how like even in the bdsm community the men who are in relationships uh the good doms tend to be in relationships
4: yeah so even in that sort of scenario so savannah's
0: obviously into the bdsm stuff because she knows about this people
4: who had one-off casual encounters it almost always ended badly and because the community is just you know full of complete dickheads they would also blame the sub for saying you should have said no or you know you should negotiate even though the dom could clearly see you were intoxicated so it was just somewhat toxic crap but yeah um in my experience in the scene the good in quotation marks like dominance who seem to know what they're doing or have a better grasp of consent issues because the bar was in fucking hell or who were actually good in bed they were not into casual encounters you just wouldn't really see them and they wouldn't be interested in like the poly shit as well which is another reason why i think poly's a scam if you're happy with your primary partner you won't feel the need to go looking for somebody else especially in in something like BDSM that is very emotionally and can be quite emotionally and physically taxing for both parties I mean so yeah the casual sex well that's a really good point actually Rose actually touched on the people looking for casual sex are probably the people that have been left on the shelf like the sex worker is a rare 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 occurrence and again he's not on it all the time he was probably on it for quite a small window of time to probably scratch an itch or I don't know but he'll be hard to find because he's one in maybe a hundred thousand who actually know what they're doing if you look at even
0: Tell me Savannah has fucked 100,000 dudes. You know, things like
4: BDS and Personals. So I Please. used to browse that. You'd see the same people looking for an encounter. They'd be on it for years. You'd literally click on their history. JJ, you
0: realistically, if you were in the UK and on your weird websites, you might come across Savannah. Yeah, I, and it would be, say it was, accent.
4: I think it was around 2018. And they've been posting since like 2014. So it's like, it's the same people who've just been left on the shelf that nobody really wants. Again, factory rejects. The luxury cars don't remain on the forecourt for very long. They get driven home.
2: That's so true. So... Basically, I mean, to sum that up, the men who are actually good at sex tend to get selected out of the pool because women want to be in relationships with them. And they end up pursuing relationships with women because they invest in sexually pleasing women, right? So they get locked down. The ones who are still on the market, there's something wrong with them. They don't want to keep them around. That's just- Very
0: telling for both sides. A lot of times, the ones that are on the market, especially at a certain Mm. age, there's something wrong with them. 100% what happens.
2: Like, the only only women who would deal with them on level are probably sex workers, women who are actually getting paid. So that's what a lot of these guys who are in these quote-unquote casual encounters, like a lot of them are also likely to be hiring prostitutes. So- yeah, so I think that's a good point. It's almost like um, you wouldn't want to be part of the pool of casual sex partners because the men who are in that pool are being selected against by other guys who women want to stay and be around in relationships. with. it's not there's actually not that many like hot guys who are amazing in bed who also don't have girlfriends. Like that to me is like a red pill fantasy where they think about these alpha guys that
3: are just like knocking down tons of chicks. There's a reason they don't have any repeat. That
0: definitely exists.
3: Repeat <laughs> customers, okay, like
0: because they don't want to have. Girlfriends.
4: They're not good. If they're good with women in and out of the bedroom, they're probably not looking for something casual, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like the kind of men who specifically looks
3: for a casual relationship to me is automatically low value. That's why we say at FDS, you want a guy who's marriage-minded. Even if you yourself are not marriage-minded, like I don't really want to get married or anything like that. But I only date guys who want to get married because those are the only guys who are decent. Men who don't want to get married are trash.
4: And even like just to circle back briefly. All men are trash. But even men who I've spoken to men who um who have a lot of casual sex, even they've said that sex with somebody that you know and love and care about is always superior to sex with a random one of the guys i spoke to even compared like sex like a, it's just a sport you know if you're with somebody and you have that sexual tension and the familiarity it's just so much better so even the people who are in the casual sex world 99 of them are not enjoying it
2: So one last reason to explore about casual sex and like the huge downsides of it is the likelihood of encountering men who don't take care of their sexual health and who can expose you to STDs. So that's always the caveat, I think, when you're in a relationship that's not monogamous. And also if you do any type of casual encounter where you haven't vetted a guy, you haven't gone to get tested for STDs, is that you do expose yourself to that risk. And there are certain STDs like HPV that are undetectable in men, but can still spread to women and give you cervical cancer there are some vaccines against certain strains of HPV, but there are other strains of HPV that you can't get vaccinated against that are still undetectable in men but can uh. cause cancer. Cervical cancer, as well as genital warts in women, and there's also herpes, and there's also several types of STDs that you can just get from skin-on-skin contact. We're almost
0: at the end, JJ. Yeah, I mean,
2: even wearing a condom may not necessarily prevent it. So the big ugly thing that hangs over every sexual encounter with a person you haven't properly vetted is whether or not this person is going to expose
4: you to STDs. Let's be real. This again goes back to the quality of the casual sex pool. Like men who are into casual sex are going to be very casual about their sexual health. It's not something they're considering. I severely doubt anybody is talking about- And women. When was the last time you were tested? And even STD tests, let's be real. It's only valid on the day you take the sample. If you then go out and have unprotected sex an hour later, yeah, your test might come back clean, but you could have picked up something. How many people
0: are fucking that big of dogs where they're taking an STD test and just like on their way to
1: just fucking-
4: there are dogs out. i know i'm sure yeah. they're no out there. anyway so even std tests can be an indicator but it's still not a guarantee that somebody doesn't have anything and in chats and stuff you know i've heard men say really really quite horrendous things when it comes to women's sexual health especially things like like when they do anal and they go like ass to mouth they'll say ew Gross. oh yeah like hepatitis is not a big deal like you can get the vaccine for or they just don't give a shit if you get hepatitis they just don't care so there's that as well you need to think about the pool of men you're looking for men who are going to be into the casual sex scene and these are not men who a care about their own health and if they don't care about their own health they're not going to care about your health
3: just to give you an idea of what we're talking about i remember talking to this one guy who was telling me that he wasn't looking for anything serious he's only looking for casual sexual relationships and that he never uses condoms only does bareback and he's never had an std test and i told him to his face that he was disgusting And he was like, so offended. He was like, oh my God, that's so offensive and hurtful to me that you would call me disgusting. It's also accurate. It's also accurate, right? (laughs) That's community dick. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, he wasn't like, he was like, all right, stupid bitch, he's like, I'll go find somebody else.
3: Community dick, right? These are the kinds of guys that are out there looking for casual sex, okay? They have dirty dicks and you shouldn't touch them with a 10
4: foot pole. Say no to community dick.
3: And the thing is, the guys who are community dick, they're not better in bed. I mean, I didn't fuck this guy because that guy was gross, but I'm imagining just how fucking low effort he was when it came to just taking care of his own sexual health. I'm assuming he's not going to be a great lover either. So it's all risk and no reward.
2: And the other thing is you don't want to reinforce poor behavior in men like that by validating their worldview and behavior by having sex with them. Because if you have sex with them, then they think, well, the thing I'm doing is wrong. They look at it as a win and they look at it like, okay, I don't have to change my behavior. I don't have to care about using
3: condoms because women will have sex with me anyways. And woe to those women. <laughs> Let's be real. Casual sex is a very different game for men than for women. Casual sex for men is like all reward... And I mean, the risks are there, but they just seem to not care. Yeah, they don't give a shit about their risks. Yeah, risks are
0: pretty minimal. I mean, what is it? The girl gets knocked up. Obviously, that sucks, but it's still really her problem. Mm -hmm. HPV, her problem. This is true.
3: Give a shit the risks. They just take it on the chin. But for women, the risks are much higher not just in terms of STDs, but also the social stigma. Like Rose said earlier in the episode, you're literally like risking your own social status to benefit a man's social status. He's winning social points off your back.
2: And you probably won't even orgasm at that. It'll probably be shit. So you're going to have bad sex with a guy who could expose you to STDs and he's going to probably talk about your encounter and hype himself up and try to make you look bad. So it's just like everything about it is just mostly negative. And to the extent that you can have positive... Sexual encounters with men You basically have to vet them The same you would as a boyfriend Exactly So there's just no Holy difference Holy shit in the way have These to vet chicks them. just so-
0: fucking this drone really on
2: yeah. Then it just becomes a question of Like if you're going to This think- is
0: part of the This is part of the torture though JJ Because uh, we really just We, we yeah, listen to it Yeah this is bad right We, we now. Gage the guy
2: and he, you don't have any type of sense that he's taking care of his sexual health, that he's respectful of you, that he's actually good, that he's actually good in bed, you're always going to just take a massive amount of risk for a really, really low
4: reward. In the words of Lizzo, the juice is not worth the squeeze. It's not. So overall,
2: casual sex is a bad idea. There may be some specific circumstances to which you may enjoy it, but you have to... bend the...
0: That's not a Lizzo quote
2: guys like a boyfriend and if they're going to be friends with benefits they need to be your actual friend like i would also ask these guys a like if you can't ask him to loan you a couple hundred bucks or come fix your car if it breaks down that guy's not your friend and I straight up would not be around him. <laughs> I wouldn't have him as a sexual partner.
3: Yeah, if you wouldn't be friends with him, if you weren't fucking him, then he's not a friend with benefits. It's just benefits, no friends. And not even for women, there's no benefits. The benefit is all for the man. Right. I've seen a lot of women. They're having sex true. with these guys,
2: and they're afraid to ask them for anything. And I'm like, but, but why? You're literally giving him your whole body and exposing yourself to all this risk, and you can't your ask him to body. bring you a bowl of chicken Shut soup up. when you're sick. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's all downside.
0: He ain't your boyfriend. He's not bringing you fucking soup.
2: Then mediocre dick. And for what? All risk, no reward. Why would you do that? And that's why casual sex in general has started to fall out of favor because men are shitty. They just come with all the entitlement and none of the benefits. (laughs) So although it was pretty controversial on the subreddit, we mostly come down on the side that it's just not worth it in 90% of the cases. So to wrap things up, there's specific scenarios where we think casual sex can work for some women, generally women who are grounded enough to be emotionally detached from the sexual encounter. There's nothing wrong with you if you're not a person who can emotionally detach from a sexual uh, encounter. And for the most part, a lot of women would fall into that category. And there's also women who, like myself, are maybe flexible depending on like the situation. So parsing out for yourself under what scenario you're, you can be okay with a casual sexual encounter. And there's always a risk of that, you know, you could be exposed to STDs. If you're going to do some kind of friends with benefits relationship, obviously there's got to be some kind of exclusivity there. But then like Samantha said earlier, if you're exclusive and you're still not God. wanting to be a relationship, probably you're slumming it, right? <laughs> like probably there's something wrong with this guy you don't really want to have sex with. Also consider like the opportunity cost that you're costing yourself where you're sexually investing in this one relationship with a guy and you're not outdating other guys and finding new guys to like potentially have a relationship with or fuck with. So casual sex for on a long-term relationship or long-term friends with benefits is like, I think across the board, we agree is a, a terrible idea short-term relations short-term sexual encounters meaning like three four months std tests vetting strategies vet them like you would vet a boyfriend determine what kind of triggers you have to being emotionally attached with a guy or not and you God know strap up it. and have fun and make sure it's on your terms and use my strategy if you're not sure just like have <laughs> guys go down on you till you start figuring it out <laughs> i kick them out like you don't have to get copy. eaten
0: out at a club by a dude
2: guys yeet them yeah straight up leave like just leave. Ugh. i would just leave like i would just i would literally like i would literally my step on my face and just put my sh- like skirt on and just bounce <laughs> but that
4: should be the rule for any like make sure you get your first sure episode you get oh watch. my god it's a great god. strategy too because the guy's not gonna go down drop. he's probably not
2: gonna be good in bed yeah true making out with guys Make sure you're in a place where you don't feel like you're going to be pressured. So try to make a out the car, something like outro. that, something where you don't feel like you're, you're in his house, you're going to get cornered. So these are all it's like literally
0: a 20 minute wrap. Yeah, I know. Like is. a lot of
2: caveats around casual sex to make it a successful encounter. Probably it's not going to be worth your time in like 90% of cases. <laughs> That's why we, as a general rule at FDS, advocate against it. But for the small portion of you who aren't going to listen to us, then we gave you some guidelines to follow.
3: Don't do it, but if you do it, be safe and put yourself first. Join us for part two of this discussion.
2: On There's a sex. second we'll the part? of The male There's lies no that they try to spin in order to get us to engage in casual sex and um, some appropriate FDS responses to that. That will be on our Patreon at patreon.com oh forward slash the female dating strategy.
0: We're not listening to that. I have to, take my, to, I have to take
1: my headphones off.
0: Yeah, the part two. So they, they have a little strategy Where part two. Oh. They put that on the Patreon. So if you want to subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash mail. Um. All right, that was episode thirty-nine. JJ, normally we do two episodes.
1: No fucking chance. <laughs> I mean, we can do but two. this,
0: well, here's the thing. So this went because you were here. This went a little longer. So this would put it. We'd be, we'd be really fucking with a three-hour episode right here. Although this is ah maybe not actually because this is a short episode. This episode scrote decode John Cena and his insane seventy-five-page girlfriend. That's too contract. painful. I know. That's what I normally do because I'm trying to catch up. Ah, uh, so. What did he say? You got it? Oh, into- you want
1: to do another one? I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I mean, you do it for your fans. I'm not, I, I can't do that. I'd rather fucking, you know, there's certain there's certain things you need to do in life to become successful at comedy. Yeah. I just can't do this one. Yeah, yeah I can't this is do a tough one. Days. I don't
0: know if I, I have a spot at 10 o'clock, too. So it's actually, you know what? It's 840 right we're now. we in it's, Brooklyn? No, uptown. So I actually don't have time to do this. I, I was kind of bet, thinking that two episodes normally is about two hours and 20 minutes. That's what I have budgeted for. But we're already at a, an hour, an hour 30. Yeah, we're at an hour 35 right now. So we are going to wrap this up. Oh uh, I'm sorry. Updated Gumslayer says, I'm thinking two times speed. Two times speed's too fast.
1: Yeah, you won't hear it. Two
0: times speed's too fast. Come people on, Jay, people yeah, want one crazy? more, but I, co- I, I don't even... <laughs> Yeah, Jay's just not a mask. I,
1: I can't do it. I actually, I'm sitting. I've been sitting on my hernia for 90 minutes. It hurts
0: now. <laughs> Jay's just got a hernia.
1: Can I make one announcement? Yeah, what's if, your announcement, Jay? If you love, if you love comedy, I know you guys are so helpful. Out, I still have the. uh what's, What do I have? Oh, uh, GoFundMe for the dogs. Oh yeah, I still keep it up. So oh, okay. If you love dog, what does that or- do with comedy? Uh, nothing. This just has to do with it's my poor JJ. Fucking, next week I'm going on the road and they're fucking draining Yeah, your, me yeah
0: your dogs are killing you. Um, yeah, how about JJ's dogs? And, um- This was fun, though. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining. Two. Yeah, we do two. Oh. Dude, it's brutal. All right, so we'll be back with episode 40. Maybe I'll do a n uh, just because we only did one, maybe I'll do one midweek. Who knows? But, uh, oh. this week, uh, Tuesday, new episode of Low Value Mail at 9 p.m. Wednesday, new episode of The Bathhouse at 10 p.m., I'm sorry that I couldn't do a second episode, but we'd be pushing through. Sorry three
1: out. to
0: just—we're all damaged people. They who just have, had
1: 90 minutes. of I know, but it's just—I don't know.
0: We're trying to catch up. I don't know. It's like it's like a team thing. We've all bonded over the fact that we're all trying to get to the oh. end of this. So we're all just fucked up, and we listen to this nonsense. Um, you know what? We're eight likes away from uh doing this, so I'm just gonna give away one more. That's amazing. Channel membership,
1: fifteen dollars, fifteen given, bones. Given I just give the money back. I got $50. I got ten
0: dollars in super chats, and I just give it back to the peoples. So, look at you um, like suck dry, suck dry. Yeah. Uh. All right, we're gonna give one more. Um. People like JJ, so rudy's ghost uh gave us five bucks so there we go we paid for all the super chats xenon orion gets uh the new membership all right thanks very much everybody appreciate you all go follow jj where do you want what do you got to plug
1: uh so i do release tales tales of DJ in my podcast on youtube.com slash
0: when's the next episode out
1: ne- next episode will be out this week jj lieberman but also uh Mostly on my Instagram, I post daily, J.J. Lieberman Comedy. And that's honestly, if you are a dog lover and you are rich, this money literally goes to all the fucking dog funds. They are expensive. They've been to the vet 12 times since May. Yeah, yeah, your dogs are fucking seniors. and Okay,
0: uh, thanks so much, everybody. Sorry that I've roped you all into watching this nonsense. Uh, But that was episode 39 of the Female Dating Strategy. We're going to get there soon. And shout out to Lilith, Feel Better Queen. Uh, Peace out, everybody. Bye. Oh, shh.
1: Poet, you know it, all my shit are rolling. Empathic abilities, yeah, my face be also stolen. Bleep blow up, nigga, that just means I'm working. They see me as a leader, so that's why I'm Captain Kirkin. These tracks from the stars, that much is for certain. You can feel this hit if you up or if you hurt. I'm raising my stock, not talking my feet to some Burkin. Number Johnny Five, got a fucking short circuit. Bring the track to life when I spit phenomenal. When I hit, she feel that shit at her abdominals. These rappers make me laugh like comic, do they comic? Me. You know I got a ball out, I hit the track running just like Sonic do. They don't want to turn on my light switch. Yeah. Turn on my light switch, yeah. They tried to down me up some KO type shit, yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch, yeah. i pullin pulling up fresh on some flight shit, They don't want to turn on my light switch, yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch, They don't want to turn on my light switch, yeah. They was trying to get me on my hype shit, yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch, yeah. They tried to down me up some KO type shit, yeah. They don't want to turn on my light switch.